What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Roski. Thursday Night Roski, when you give you the no condom treatment over here, we're going to just slip that little thing off and go ahead and get it in there. We got a great show for you today. We got some breaking news like crazy. Sean. Word them up. We got some show, we got some breaking news all over the place. And we got uh the main event topic of uh, the wife of Jaron Brid Bridigan, Bridge Bridigan, whatever his last name is. Rest in peace to him. He did. Unfortunately, we gotta talk about him. Cause I just covered the story a couple of um uh weeks ago or a couple of days ago. Uh she has been caught, booked, processed, and we got the live footage of her being caught and booked. And speaking of book, Donald Trump getting arrested and booked in Georgia. But we are talking about that because something has come up. A lot of details have come up. You can kind of see her getting arrested. And a couple of other interesting details have come up related to this case. And I feel like I should show it to you. I also was going to talk about uh, divorce attorney fees, but that's going to take a backseat. Um, I wasn't actually prepared as I thought I was. So I'll change the thumbnail a little bit later. Plus, we got Straggles, Nickel Theater, Doom and Gloom, CGA, and some other things, but do me a favor, hit the like button as you enter the into this stream. And also, you can contribute to today's show by going to the Cash App, Notorious CGA Live on the cat. Wait, the Notorious CGA. It's not the Notorious CGA Live. It's the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me slash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel. And uh, you're in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Lini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Radamas. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with every woman's fantasy, Mr. EWF and CGA, see God Allah. And the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. It's Thursday night show. Just in case you're watching the replay, feel free to contribute along the way for the weekend. Indeed, we're getting closer to the weekend. And Flatback Friday, Flatback Friday is on its way. Oh, my God. Indeed. Anyway, let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Shout out to Turan. McAdams says the NWO Trying to swap out Young Thug for Trump. New, 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 Send, new wait a minute. Young Thug for Trump? Nah, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. Interesting. Is that what Ninjas is going for? Oh, my gosh. Is that what they Is that what think they're going to get the vote? Ay ay ay. It's shuffling season. Brown 3 by no says, shout out to all the neighborhood pass-arounds out there. Shout out to the girls out there. We need you out here. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. Yeah. Sexy. She's sexy and she don't have to work. We also have Steve says, we're going to bring that up here in a minute. I'm, I'm going to come back to yours. I'll make a quick announcement. KT says, showing support. Salute CGA. The girl, Selena Gomez, part two, says, tuition for the legendary morning show. Shout out to you. And we'll get to Steve here in a moment when we announce Doom and Gloom CGA. I mean, wow. Interesting news here leading up to the show. All right, let me see here. We got, uh, let me see if we got PayPal action. 
or Venmo action. Either one of those. We see if we got some action. All right. I'm working behind the scenes stuff this afternoon and I, I haven't been able to do a lot going on. But did I say to our man, we'll call you Jason Charles Barkley coach that Halle Berry stream was epic. Now there is a reason why my kids should have my last name. That was a wow moment indeed. And people don't realize that that's what's going on. Kazam's way says Abba, Daba, 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 Daba. Shout out to Shannon Sharp. Um, and I did say, remember I said um, Shannon Sharp. I know people aren't going to remember it. I said one of the things he's going to use as a bargaining chip is his Club Shay Shay YouTube social media presence. And I was somewhat right. He is apparently signing up to go to ESPN with Stephen A. Smith. But in addition, his podcast is going to go through a little bit of a linkage with Colin Cowherd, and he's going to have a brand deal with Club Shay Shay for the podcast. And as a matter of, I'm, this is to tell you, man, social media, podcasting, it's not going anywhere. Unfortunately, the celebrities are the ones who are going to capitalize on it because they can get a bigger, they can build a bigger audience. But CGA, one day, will get one of these deals. Spotify, somebody call your brother. Ring your brother up. You probably did and DM me, and I didn't look at it. Uh, but uh, mm. somebody get a hold of my people. Uh, but, yeah, social media is going nowhere. Uh, the celebrities are on it. People, Cameron and Mace, it's, it's not going anywhere, so it is what it is. Hey, it is Mark the Spark TV. He says, I went from RSD, Julian, to Sandman, to Alpha Male Strategies, to Kevin Samuels, to Coach Greg Adams. The after pill is the last pill I'll ever have to take. Appreciate you, Coach. And thank you for sticking around all this time in the sphere. And you're growing to the after pill. The after pill will be full effect 2024. Exciting things coming up in 2024. In fact, it is 824-23. Just wait until 2024. The after pill is about to run wild like Hulkamania, brother. All right, I appreciate you, Mark the Spark TV. Teron says, you know what? If they do get Young Thug out, the Democrat fish fry going to be litty. It is. All right. And shout out to the slimes out there. Okay. We got it. I hope he's not claiming slime anymore. But look, let's get to the news today. We got breaking news, but let's call it doom and gloom. Let's get to it. Doom it, doom and gloom, CGA back in here with an announcement for our fans, wrestling fans, and shout out to Steve on the cash app, World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE's Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. The Fiend, has passed away today, my goodness. That is an um, unbelievable story. I found this out about 25, 35 minutes before I got on. Thank you, Steve, for letting us know. I know a lot of people here aren't wrestling fans. Some of us are. And this is a news that shocked the hell out of me. I normally don't comment on people dying because I just don't want, I mean, well, not celebrities, if you will. Uh, but sometimes it shocks the hell out of me. Something shocks me, and this one shocked me. Now, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know. I don't know any details. I don't know what happened. But apparently this is going around the social media world right now 
And Bray Wyatt is a wrestler. He plays a character, several characters, if you will. And uh, if you are an old school wrestling fan, Mike Rotundo is his father. And uh, Barry Windham, I believe, is a godfather. He's ne- his real name is Barry Windham. I'm sorry, his real name is Windham Rotunda, which if you're really a wrestling fan, Wyndham, Barry Windham and Mike Rotunda were the tag team champions um, in WrestleMania 1 or 2, if I'm not mistaken, as a U.S. Express. So anyway, a lot going on there. He came to prominence probably a decade ago. And, um, you know, he's been in the business for a long time. Unfortunately, that business is very tough on people. But, again, I don't know any details on how the young man died. Yes, Mike Rotundo is IRS as well. That was one of his characters in the 90s. Um, um, but, yeah, man, this is amazing news. Amazing news. So, uh, normally don't report on deaths like this. But I thought it was interesting. And we talk and reference wrestling a lot on this as well. So, I figure I announce it. And, by the way, Terry Funk as well died two days ago. Um, interesting, interesting times we live in. So, um, thanks for breaking that news for us. That was uh, definitely a shocker for me, and it probably is a shocker for a lot of people. So, anyway, mm, mm -mm. anyway, oh, man, IRS is his dad. Yeah, Mike Rotunda is his name, all right? That's his real name. Well, when I was a child, Mike Rotunda was the wrestler. He ended up playing the character IRS, but his real name is Mike Rotundo, and he play, that was the character he played. I mean, that was the, that's he went under his wrestling name for a long time before IRS. But anyway, wow, 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 wow. Anyway, 36 years old. Hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You never know when your time is up. I've been telling you that a lot. And this one, sometimes things put things in perspective at that age. No man should be dying like that. You know, we don't know the circumstances, but I tell you, you better live the best possible life you can. Nothing is guaranteed. No days are guaranteed. So live the best life you can. And it sounds like he lived the best life he can in terms of getting what he wanted out of the business, making his money. He was married to a young black woman, if I'm not mistaken. His wife is a former ring announcer, very attractive woman. If uh, I can't remember his wife's name. Bray, let me look it up. Very attractive, young, curly hair girl. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he married a young, let me see, maybe he didn't. That was somebody, oh, he was, oh, he was dating JoJo. That's what it is. Uh, did he marry her? Did he marry her? He might have married her. I think he married JoJo. I can't even remember, all right? But this is his wife, I think, or his girlfriend. I can't remember. I think it was his girlfriend. Oh, this is his, this is his wife, yeah, JoJo. She played a character in wrestling for a little bit. So this is his wife, and uh, yeah, man, uh, wow, 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 wow. Ninja, just like that. Um, anyway, thank you for uh, letting us know about that. Let's get to the next piece of breaking news. Donald Trump. What is Donald Trump doing these oh, days? Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking All right, about? Uh, Donald Trump right here arrested in Atlanta. Now he has turned himself in. He has been booked. He has been fingerprinted. And he has been mugshot. And when that mugshot comes out, I'm definitely getting the mugshot on a t-shirt. I'm definitely getting the mugshot on the t-shirt. Former President Trump surrenders for his fourth indictment in Georgia's election case. And for the most part, this case will not see the light of day before his uh, before the election. And if he wins the election, it will be a moot point. Um, I'm not sure what his powers are in terms of 
I don't know what his powers are in terms of being able to pardon himself or any of the people involved. If you don't know, 19 other co-conspirators um, have been charged in this racketeering case, Rico, including his lawyers. I mean, Jesus, we got lawyers being charged now. Absolute catastrophe. But our country is becoming a banana republic. It's, it's absolutely insane. And we do have an and we do have a ninja here that wants to tell you about what he thinks about it. Uh, here he is on the screen here. Ninjas for Trump. That's what it says. Perhaps we'll listen to what his input is. Go ahead and tell it, sir. Support President Trump. You want to know why I'm here to support President Trump? Because they done did black men like this for decades. Make up charges and put them so I know Trump is innocent. I support Trump against this corrupt, two-tiered justice system. That's why I'm here to show my support as a black man for Trump. And I'm wearing my shirt, niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. What do you think about the indictments? Oh, it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it's going around the country. You know, Fanny, Fanny Willis, she's a, uh, she went to school with my sister. She's full of shit. She was full of shit then. So she's a puppet for the white liberal that is controlling everything. She's in front, but the white liberal back there pulling those strings, telling her what to do. That's what I think about her, making a fool of herself. Do you think it's going to help his election? Of course it is. It's going to elevate him all the way. I think we should make Trump king. That's how I feel. We should make him king. Wouldn't that be like kind of like communistic? No, there's no way nothing near communist. No, we're just going to make him king, but we still got our freedoms and rights and everything. He fought that. Yeah, Trump for King 2024. That's actually my URL. I own that URL. You own that URL? I can't get your name. Really? Oh, my name is Niggas for Trump 2024. I can't remember. Darren Gilson, a former That's my nigga. Former candidate. I'm a former candidate for New York State Governor. Derek Gibson, look me up. Nigga, I'm dead. I live up to it too, boy. I can scrap too, but I can get down, boy. <laughs> Not better, I can't. <laughs> I got a proven track record, record. You want to try me out? <laughs> try to take this shirt off. I'll give you some. Need everybody off the roadway. Sir, I need everybody take off the roadway. Take care of yourself, bro. All right. Hey, man. Hey, listen. Um, I, That's the closest I've seen to an Uncle Ruckus. That's the closest I've seen to an Uncle Ruckus. Now, I'm not saying because his belief system is Uncle Ruckus. He actually looks and sounds like Uncle Ruckus. I mean, wowzers. It just, y'all got it bad, fam, in the commuter time. This ninja, oh my goodness. He said ninjas for Trump. Wowzers. Wow. I mean, that's interesting. I've never seen or heard or anything like that, but I'll give it to him. If you want the video, it is on, oh, Jamel Hill. Communist Jamel Hill has it posted three hours ago. So I'm sure her audience, I'm sure... I'm sure her audience loves it. Yeah, there's the Kamo Pinko. Oh, you don't see it. There's the Pinko Kami right there, Jamel Hill. All right, so anyway, <laughs> this is right there. Her audience probably going crazy over that video. So anyway, uh, shout out to that channel over there. I'm, Jamel Hill, it bothers me. But anyway, let's give you a little bit more doom and gloom. Homelessness surges by 11% nationwide, largely due to to the cost of living and evictions and all of that. And guess what's going to happen as a result? Your rent's due, motherfucker. The JUCO. Back to be Liddy, Ninja. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. You're going to be like, Daddy. Get him, Daddy. Do you have any more of those clap cheeks? Okay, Daddy. All right, yes, I do have some clap cheeks left. All right, I'm running out of clap cheeks, though. 
because it's very busy. Okay, daddy. <laughs> but clap sheet's going to be around everywhere and STI is going to be crazy, man. I'm in a bind now. All right, bind's going to be everywhere. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Oh, uh, man, I told you in more. And by the way, I keep having to report on this because I told you this was coming. And I'm just gloating at this point because nobody believed me. I've been telling you since 2019, 2020. I was like, we in trouble. All right, nah, coach, what you talking about? You doom and gloom. You doom and gloom. But CGA right now, doom and gloom is paying off. I was right. You was wrong. CGA is Coach Adamas. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. Man, almighty. All right, if you really didn't think it would get worse, we have this. Riley. This woman right here, or this pronoun, fill in your pronouns. I don't know what's going on. Uh, somebody impregnated this thing. There she is right there. You can see she has all the symbols of trauma all over her face and everywhere. Hair all butch chopped off, different colors. She got Native American paraphernalia. Uh, she has bull nose ring, and somebody skeeted in their guts, and she produced. She reproduced. All right, that should be doom. That should deserve the bell right there. Now, let's see how this parental right now is raising their child. This is going to be somewhat disgusting, and I warn you, this is disgusting activity. Riley, are you a boy or a girl? <laughs> hmm, are you a girl or a boy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is Riley? <laughs> what are you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Are you a boy? Yeah. Are you a girl? Yeah. Are you both? Both. Both. Okay. That's fine. You can be both if you want to. Send it. Send it. <laughs> Send it. This is what we doing, man. <laughs> what are we doing, man? It's going to be, y'all had hope. Y'all had hope that it was going to go your way, didn't you? Yes, you did. You said, CGA, it's going to be okay. God got us. She's got us. That's all right, man. It ain't going to be that bad. I'm like, you're going to wish it was 2023 in about seven years. <laughs> you're going to wish you were in the circumstances you are in today. By the time we get to 2030, 2023 is going to look like a cakewalk. It's going to look like oh, it's going to look like a cakewalk. And we are in steeped in nanny goat activity <laughs> right now. We in the nanny goat ages. I mean, we're in trouble. We're on the ropes. We're on the rope-a-dope right now. We looking like goofy. We stumbling. Do you hear that? Did you just hear that, fam? Now, I told you about California also has put in the law. It's going to be voted on their California Senate about affirming your child. In fact, if you don't affirm your child and a teacher, it doesn't even have to be another parent. If a teacher finds out that you aren't affirming another child's gender, and you are a father or mother, and you're like, get that shit out of here. They can take your child, Ninja. Oh, my Lord, send it. We headed to the, we're headed to some interesting times. Riley, 
Oh, uh, let's show it to you again in case you missed it. All right, here we go. Are you a boy or a girl? Hmm. Are you a girl or a boy? Yes. What is Riley? What are you? Yeah. Isn't the parent supposed to tell them what they are? I mean, not only that, Riley. Riley is a uh, intergender name. It could go either way, and it's also a last name, first name, a.k.a. Teddy Riley. All right, um, but um, yeah, Riley. So she's left a lot open there, and she's forcing this child. This is child abuse, but she's forcing this child to make a decision. The child don't even know what the hell is going on. The child is like a puppy, a dog. Don't know what's going on. The only thing he can say is yes, obviously. Then he stumbles out both, and she says, okay, we can do both. You're listening to a baby. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Are you a boy? Yeah. Are you a girl? Yeah? Are you both? Both. Both? Okay. That's oh, geez. Look at this. Zoot it, zoot it, zoot it. This is what we get, fam. She said, oh, but okay, both. Okay, we can do that. Anything but heterosexual. <laughs> Anything but I'm a boy, heterosexual. What are we doing? Can't be enough. That wasn't enough, huh? You literally gave him every out. I mean, I'm not even trying to explain it to this individual here, but guys, check it out. Check it out, fam. We're, this is what happens. And this is Gen Z. She looks Gen Z. Gen Alpha in her arms. Gen Alpha in her arms. Good luck, ladies and gentlemen. You better get on the free agent lifestyle. Too many, too many dudes, these pseudo-psychologists, these people on head meds, brain chemistry, we, we're jacked. We're in a bad shape. All right, that was Doom and Gloom CGA, and let's roll that beautiful outro. All right, we are back in here. Unbelievable. We got finite says retention equals ascension. Indeed, we got it. We got it going on, man. I'm re I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to ascend to big heights going on here. Thank you, sir. We have we have Anthony says I'm not black community no more. I'm delivered. All right, Teron says at 36, he says the you know who is on it. Um, it's a little early to me to figure out. I want to find out the details of his death. Then I'm going to find out what's happening there. I'm going to find out what's happening there. I want to see if maybe, you know what I mean? He might've been dealing with some issues. He might've self-deleted. He might've been, um, you know, something going on here. But if I don't hear any of those and they just say it was a medical emergency, then I'm going to just go ahead and assume what it is we got al l says my man said that's my ninja sound bite that please i have to be careful i have to be careful Hot says coach when them student loan checks start back up i'm about to be putting up wilt chamberlain numbers at the juco oh my goodness george hey man listen your rent's due motherfucker it's gonna be wild and crazy student loans kicking in headed into the holidays Headed into potentially some um, fall activity related to C-19. Donald Trump 
I mean, this is going to be a crazy-ass year. All right, the election years are always nuts. They're always nuts. And I've been through, how many election years have I been through? Eight, eight, uh, about eight as an adult, all right, even more as a child. Okay, the first election I remember was Ronald Reagan beating the pants off of um, Walter Mondale. I mean, I was old. That was when I first became aware. I can remember a lot of fuss going on. And um, I'd probably lived Gerald Ford. I was born when Gerald Ford was the president, but then I had Jimmy Carter. Didn't remember any of that. The first Reagan term, didn't remember any of that. The second Reagan term was when I became aware because there was a lot of talk. I remember the next day after the election, I might have been, I might have been eight or nine. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Eight or nine, nine or ten. I remember my mother was disappointed. <laughs> I remember my mother was disappointed. And I remember a lot of fuss and kerfuffle when Walter Mondale picked a female as his vice president candidate, which was Geraldine Ferraro. So um, I remember that that was a big deal. And, you know, that was some liberal shit going on back then. I remember that. And my mother once at the next day, I remember I woke up and she was like, oh, Ronald Reagan won. Now, as an adult, I look back, it was no chance. Walter Mondale had no chance, fam. I mean, listen, he had zero chance to win the election. Neither did Geraldine Ferraro was never going to become vice president, and he got whacked. Walter Mondale got waxed. All right, but they had their hopes up. My mother was liberal. She still is. Shout out to my mom. Mr. Andrew Grove says, great stream today, coach. Shout out. To the coach gang, get coach gang for life. And D. Lee Smith says the Yellowstone National Park is a super volcano. If it blows, that's the end. So I'm going with send it or Yellowstone, where are you at? Yes, man, I hear you. Yellowstone, Yellowstone is active. I learned that. By the way, Jamel Hill will eventually begin her show with when I st- <laughs> yeah. when I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. Well, all right, that's Jamel Hill, and she's had several yobs. All right, she can't keep a yob. All right, Catfish says you can indict him. I'm still voting for him, and according to the polls. This energy is working against the Democrats. I don't know what they're doing, but I'm sure they got something up their sleeve. Setsana says, Doom and Gloom deserves to be a standalone channel. Don't put me to work, man. I got too many channels. I'm going to have 50 channels by the time I get done with my YouTube career. And that's my career right there, right there. So I could focus on my career. I mean, I was writing down channels today. I was like, oh, yeah, I want to do a channel. I have so many interests. I mean, I have so many interests. We was talking, we was talking wild last night, talking about biology. We were doing biology lessons yesterday, and high school dropouts was trying to deny me. <laughs> Shout out to the high school dropouts. High school dropouts thought I was talking crazy. All right, uh, but anyway, doom and gloom could get this on channel. Straggle and sniggle, could get, man, it's crazy. I already got them booked too. It's crazy. It's just, it's just it's nuts. Uh, all these channels. I mean, are you, you guys got to watch all the channels. He says, do you know Hawaii has like five, four active volcanoes? I do, because when I was in Maui, I learned it. I was on a, yeah, man. Um, 
you know, we ain't too safe. There she blows. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. All right. What do we got going on here? Let's get the straggle and sniggle theater. How about we do that? Let's get to that mess right there. We're going to do it right now. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggling Sniggle Theater. We got uh straggles up and sniggles. We're gonna start with this individual. Uh the what is I, I thought it was the Haiti King, but it's not. It is this individual here, Captain Simp. All right, we got a new superhero here. Captain Simp is on the job. Let's give him a round of applause. Take a look at his pantsuit. Man, Lord, have mercy. He, he spared no expenses on the costume. Let's see the latest adventures of Captain Simp. And, and if anybody ever thought Stereo Shaheen and Tony the Battalion cannot have his own content, well, you're wrong. All right, this is the content creation space. It is going to be Liddy for me in a minute, man. Once I get all of my ducks in a row, I got to lay low just for a little bit. The adventures of Captain Simp. Here we go. All right, let's see what's happening there. Okay, there it is right there. All right, in Metropolis. <laughs> Metropolis. Back in Metropolis. Oh, no. Uh-oh. There he comes. Captain Simp to the rescue. Oh, no. She said. <laughs> oh, no. All right. She was like, no way. And that's you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there he is. Captain Simp. There he is. Okay, what's going to happen here? There he is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh-oh, Pookie is not with it. Pookie said, Pookie said, man, get up out of here. Oh, no, here we go. Uh-oh. Oh, that might be it for Captain Simp. Oh, our, our hero is down. Oh, these hoes is crying. Uh-oh, he getting stomped. Oh, he getting the Tim boots. I bet you the Tim boots come. Oh, no, he getting the old, oh, the five-knuckle shuffle. Dang. Oh, man, Pookie got Captain Simp. I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe there's a part two to this. But shout out to Hell TJ King for being Captain Sim didn't do too well there. He didn't. He got the Kevin Durant hairdo too, man. God dang, son. All right, you need to brush. You need a hairbrush, fam. All right, man. Next time. Next time the adventures of Cap. He needs to learn how to fly. He needs a superpower, doesn't he? He needs a superpower. All right, anyway. <laughs> we got a TikTok woman. Of course, a TikToker teaches and gives men some tips, pause, on how to respond when a woman sends them nude pictures. All right, so here we go right here. I normally have a standard response. I might give a backhanded compliment, 
or AKA talk about how the framing of the picture was good. Thanks. All right. Very bland and or, um, you know, the background looks litty. So let's hear what she has to say as she wants you to simp for women who send you nudes. Here we go. All right, fellas, the women have spoken up and said they're not satisfied with the way a lot of y'all respond to a nude. So let me help you out. Keep in mind, though, I'm a nerd. If you're dating a thug girlfriend, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not one of those. All right, so you get the nude. It's fire. She done did the lighting setup, put the camera on a tripod, the works, right? The wrong response is damn with the hard eyes emoji. That is the absolute wrong response. She put. I'd like to see her tickling herself. I would love to see that. But in too much effort for you to say that. Because girls want the drama. Memes are always an option. You can send two to three and make sure they're dramatic. Like the old school cartoons where the wolf's eyes pop out of its head. Again, so there we go. We want the simping. All right. Wow. Like you've never seen uh, somebody playing with their clip before. All right. Not, not a big deal. Not a big deal. Or like Jim Carrey in the mask was jaw dropping or something like that. That's too much. Guys, don't listen to this. Do not listen to this. This is absolutely ridiculous. Here we go. You know, voice notes are also a great quick option. And make it dramatic. Put that razzle dazzle on it. Example, barking at the phone. You could sing a little, a little R&B. I'll make love to you. Whatever you do, don't do this. She's going to save it, and she's going to play it and expose you. Okay. This woman says, basically, I need you to act like you've never seen a naked woman before and almost hyperventilate. Otherwise, bye. This is ridiculous, fam. So just, just receiving the nude is not enough. Now, if your girl is a drama queen, she's going to need a little bit more effort than that. Send a photo or video of yourself fainting or just already passed out on the floor. Nope. Send a photo of yourself fainting or passing out of the floor. I suggest you don't do any of these things, especially that one. Example. Because you know what she did? She made your heart skip one too many beats. And a top-notch response is always, I'm on my way and actually be on the way. Now, if your girl is a nasty heathen, send her a video and you know what kind of video I'm talking about and make sure they're sound. Thank you. Don't do it. Guys, don't do this. Do not send a video of you doing the squashy. She wants a video of you squashing, jerking to her photo. Do not do this, gentlemen. Do not listen to this woman. This is all ammunition that you're giving her. This is all evidence. This is all info she's going to share with other women and on everybody on social media. Do not do any of this stuff, but listen to that straggle right there anyway. Apparently, this video has been going viral for a little bit, and it is a woman who has discovered, and I don't even know if this is real, it's a Latina or a Native American-looking woman. I can't tell. Maybe she's a Latina. Let's go. I'll pop her up on the screen. Uh, there she is right there. She looks like she's dressed for a quinceanera or a wedding, probably a wedding, and uh, all of her familia is around, and uh, something's going on, and there she is right there. You can see she's panicked. And she's running to the back of the limousine. And there she is trying to get into the limousine. And uh-oh. Oh, no. What happened to this ninja? That, oh, look at this ninja built like Barty Rubble. And he got a girl with her feet out, too. This ninja got his socks on. Is he clapping cheeks in the back of the wedding limo? And, ooh, she looked like a nice senorita, too. 
Oh, no. Look at her, man. She thought her husband was. Oh, no. She hurt. She bitter and hurt. She hyperventilating. I think there was some audio to this. This must be an amazing skit. Take a look at it in full. There she is right there. Oh, no. She got her Davis bridal dress. Look at this ninja back there clapping a nice little piece of peace leave. Nice piece of calico. He can't keep it in his pants. <laughs> he done took her back, man. What a despicable character human being right there. <laughs> All right. Hey, man, I'm surprised her reaction isn't even more uh, excessive than this. Uh, let's see here. Uh, she definitely, the other girl did look fine. Yeah, the other girl had the hair I like. Yeah, look at that. I like that. Oh, she got her feet out too? She got white pants on, so you know the Punani is good, boy. You know he got a good little squeeze out on that one. And he got caught. He got caught. Red piece leaved it. Yeah. He did. All right, let's go ahead and play the rest. And she is disgraced. And look at this little piece of right here, Calico. Bring it over here, little church girl. I got something for you. Yes, indeed. We can make a whole family together on the other side of town. All right, here we go. All right, look at her. Oh, no, that's despicable. It's disgraceful and reprehensible behavior, guys. Don't do this on your wedding day, at least not on your wedding day. All right, they look very dramatic there. Anyway, <laughs> he looked, I'm surprised it wasn't a ninja in there the way he was looking. All right, anyway. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, what's the next Dragon and Sniggle? Apparently, oh, this has got to be a skit. Of course, Straggle and Sniggle, we can play skits. These people will do anything for entertainment. Here we go. My strange addiction. Women shares that she's addicted to breastfeeding her husband. He drinks it three times a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and sometimes snack. You see, this is where we're going. This is where we're going, fam. I mean, listen, people are going to be, it's, it's hard. it's hard on social media. It's hard to get a social media audience. Ninjas is doing everything. Let's play it. And yes. Wait, play it. We're a family of five, three beautiful children living in the suburbs. But what people would never suspect is that I'm addicted to breastfeeding my husband. I drink my wife's yeah. breast milk every day, all day, straight from the source. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. Yeah, he's starving, all right. He's super starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Ninjas, hey, man, black men, ninjas will do anything, pay. I currently breastfeed my two-year-old son, and I plan to breastfeed my two-year-old until he's completely over breastfeeding. I allow my children to choose when they want to stop. I do feel like my son is getting close to that point. He doesn't need me as much. Um, it's sad because I just, I love the bond. I have a condition, just like a lot of women that breastfeed, where I overproduce milk. And so my husband has to take on that secondary role of finishing the job. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, Yeah. 
Oh, no, man. He tearing it up, too. Look at that, man. I'm just going to assume he's tearing it up. Breastfeeding my husband is not just a luxury. It's actually a necessity. My breasts will go from flat to hard as rock, super engorged breasts because of just so much milk. Hey, babe. When I don't release my milk, I get mastitis, which is an infection in the breast. Yeah, the left one needs release again. I'll sit here so I don't interrupt your TV. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> you want to change the channel? In order to avoid mastitis of any kind or just engorgement, I definitely need my husband. I personally don't like breast pumps because I just don't like that mechanical part of it all. It doesn't feel good. It's not natural for me. And I just like the bond. Okay, all right. This is something we can work with. She got her feet out too. All right. She can bring it over now. Okay, I'm up. I'm up. All right, I'm ready. Bond of breastfeeding. For the past two years, we've been fully breastfeeding and he drinks it. I mean, three times a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, sometimes a snack. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, man. Okay. Again, listen, somebody said they are saving money. They are saving money. He got her, got her toes curling. <laughs> yeah. Them, got them toes curling. All right. Yeah, man. Come here. Come here, girl. Come here. Let me at her. Let me at her. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, let me at her. I got I'll curl them toes with that chocolatey skin. Oh, my goodness. All right, anyway. All right, she got some smooth skin, too, I see. All right, anyway, boy, let me, she got her feet out. All right, I'm there. Let me at her. Let me at her. <laughs> All right. All right, I see maybe there's some benefits to this. All right, let me see what we got next. Uh, This one. Glamorous, glamorous New York uh, Police Department NYPD cop is charged with the RICO after helping her gangster boyfriend flee to the Dominican Republic before her colleagues could arrest him for deletion. Interesting. Let's take a look at the young police officer. Here's the young, what they call a glamorous police officer. She just looks like a Dominican to me. Me no black poppy for sure. She look like a Puerto Rican. All right. Uh, shout out to the Puerto Rican Dominicans. All right. Boricua, Marena. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, these, this straggle. It says the NYPD cop has been charged with racketeering after helping her gangster boyfriend fleeted to the Dominican Republic before her colleagues could force in the force could arrest him for murder. Gina Mestre. Mestre. Straight. 33 started dating Andrew Caballo Dunn, age 24. Mm. Wow. That's a, not, that's a nine-year age difference. He's younger. In the summer of 2020, while working as a cop out of the 52nd Precinct in the Bronx, he was the leader of the Shooting Boys, a notorious gang whose members have been charged with deletion, attempted deletion, heroin, coca dealing, and other crimes. It says right here, enthralled with her new love. He must have been hitting that bottom. And there's the ninja right there. He black poppy. See, mm. si, se pueda. No, he's, he's definitely black. Mm. All right. 
he hitting that bottom, giving her the pookie stroke, even though she's the popo. Enthralled with her new love, she not only helped him evade arrest for a broad daylight shooting, but also told members of the gang who had been informing against them and which led to violent assault. So she's out there. <laughs> These women can't keep a secret. She swore to secrecy. And she literally telling the gang members who's snitching on them. Agents of chaos. Wow. Prosecutors say she also warned them that a grand jury indictment against the gang was being prepared so they could take steps to conceal their crimes. Nope. Damn. Look at Pookie. Pookie out there banging that Morana. All right. What do we got here? In November 2020, Dunn was caught on surveillance camera deleting uh, a member of a rival gang. His girlfriend was part of the police force tasked with identifying him and finding him. Instead, she sent him a copy of the video and told him he was hot. Well, hot. I mean, I'm assuming not hot sexually. I'm assuming like he was hot, like they're on to you. It gave him enough time to, to flee to the Dominican Republic. Mestre stayed in New York and continued working with the force until her involvement with the gang became public in March 2022. Um, it coincided with the arrest of several gang members, according to the U.S. prosecutors who charged her yesterday. Now she is facing up to 60 years behind bars. Dunn was arrested in the Dominican Republic last year and returned to the U.S., where he remains in custody. And apparently this is the surveillance footage of him deleting the rival gang member. I don't know what's going on there. Is he the one shooting or is I can't tell what's going on there. She was fired last year. She since has been charged and released on 20, 250,000 personal recognizance bond. All right, but there you go. There's a whole story right there. Oh, Dunn was found guilty. The Pookie was found guilty of deletion, sentenced to 35 years in February. And I will say the justice system does work apparently pretty fast in New York. I don't know if you know. New York City cops, I mean, they have a basic, they have a need for a lot of police officers, especially when they had during the 2020, um, the defund the police. That bright idea backfired, but it gave the anarchists exactly what they wanted. Now, a lot of people retired early, and then that made for room for a lot of hood ninjas and hood chicas to get jobs. And if you've ever been to New York and seen the police in action, they're very unimpressive. In fact, it seems like they're inside on the jobs, right? It seems like they're very much inside, and they're not making a lot of effort to bust up crime in New York. All right, but um, that's just my position. And yes, no, I've been more than a visitor. I lived in New York, not in the city, but I lived in New York. They don't make the best efforts to bust up crime. Now, let me just tell you that. And a lot of officers look like they grew up in the hood, in the Bronx, South South Bronx. They grew up on the wrong side of the Bronx. They grew up in the wrong side of Brooklyn. They grew up in the wrong side of Uptown Harlem. All right, and they be out here. Got some dirty-ass cops in New York, fam. They the gang gang. Yeah, they be double agents in New York. You can just tell. Some of the hats got they, some of the cops got they hat cocked the wrong way sometimes. I be looking like, this ninja look like a gang member. He look like he can be a member of the dip set. 
and they be having a full cop uniform anyway. Mm. <laughs> like, this dude looked like the gang member that I saw around the corner, and he's got a gun and a badge. I can't go to New York either. <laughs> All right, anyway, anyway, gang bang, gang bang out there. That's the cops. What do we got here? OMG, OMG, let's see what's here. Oh my God. OMG, Blueface's brother accuses their mother, Carlisa, of teaching him how to eat the peace leave. Quote, you never taught me ish except how to eat punani one time, which was weird. Interesting story. Let's talk about it. Gentlemen, single mother, and this is one of the most reprehensible individuals Single mothers there are. Blueface and Christian. These people are crazy. All right, so uh, um, here it is. This is the Mammy right here. She produced Blueface, and uh, uh, he's a rapper. And um, here it is right here. This is the son. Let's talk up. Wait, let's talk about letting. Uh, wait a minute. Jeez, look, I'm trying to read it. It says, let's, it says, talking about letting a, a my girl be you, you. Damn. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to try to read this. This sounds like some of my super chats. <laughs> Talk about letting a my girl beat you. You let two different husbands out. They hands on because of you went to prison because you think being a mom is done by the world. You never taught me. <laughs> you can see it on the screen. You can see it on the screen. This ninja is uneducated high school dropout ass ninja. All right. Lord have mercy. I mean, no punctuation. There's run on sentences. No capitalization. Hi, yay, yay. Talk about letting a my girl beat you. You let two different husbands out their hands on. Because of you went to prison because you think being a mom is done by the world. You never taught me except how to eat puss one time, which was weird as F. I learned everything I ever won W on my own. I forgot you existed most of my life. I bet. Man, I mean, that was rough there. That was definitely rough. What that mean? Well, apparently his mother told him how to eat punani, and that's all he remembered, of course. You got to be careful of how you raise your children. And um, apparently he's been to prison, and the mom said, Lord, please forgive him. Do you think it's true? Do you think it's true? A lot of times moms be doing stuff like that, you know, trying to relate. And then she probably took a peach and told him how to eat the punani. It's probably possible. It's possible. But that's some communita shit. That's some communita shit. All right, my editor is like, you haven't put up any of your banners. All right, come on, man. You're making it hard. All right, speaking it hard, pause. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. And uh, we're going to get uh, some more info up for you today. And uh, we're almost towards the main event. I don't think this is going to be a long show. But uh, check out some merch, will you?
All right, all right. Who said it was muted? Who said it was muted over oh, eight? All right. Anyway, the beat was banging, by the way. Anyway, DG Seymour says, peace to see God Allah. Appreciate you, sir. You should have heard the beat. You should have heard the beat. All right, anyway. Uh, what do we got here? We got, uh, we got, uh, what do we got here on PayPal? Yo, yo, yo. What do we got here? Uh, we got, you can indict him. I'm still voting for him. JC says, just ordered my ninjas for Trump tea and I can fight. He said, I'm a real ninja in the building. It's our man. I can't pronounce this. Mr. Jen says, Coach Nikki Haley is here to safely take us into the one world government. She knows how the UN works already. She's the best candidate to do so. Shout out to Nikki Haley. I will never in the history of America. I'm just telling you right now, this might sound sexist. This might sound racist, but I don't care how good the female candidate is. I will never (laughs) vote for a female candidate. I don't care if there's two females running. (laughs) I'm just letting you know right now. It ain't never going to happen. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. This ain't going to happen. Just letting you know. But uh, uh, if Nikki Haley was the only candidate in the race, I ain't never going to do it. I'm going to be like, I'll vote. I'll write my name in. (laughs) It's never going to happen. I don't care what's going on. I ain't never going to do it. As a matter of fact, that's what made me vote for Trump the first time. (laughs) Maybe. All right. It ain't never going to happen. Hey, when when Donald Trump was running against Hillary, I was like, this is a a dude. This is the easiest pick ever. This is the easiest pick of all time. There's only one candidate in this race. By the way, I was doing content by then, and people was pissed at me. They was like, really? But you're black. (laughs) I was like, I'm not voting for Hillary, fam. There's no way. Ain't no way in hell. Now, that's not sexist. I'm just telling you no, man. Just letting you know. (laughs) Anyway. People are like, damn, are you really in it? But there's no way in Hades that that's going to ever come across. This is going to be the easiest choice in the world. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, where are we at here? Shout out to our brother Juan O says this brown. This is brown. That Vato from the West. And as a leader of the Brown Pride political party, I fully endorse Er Trumpo 2024 F them polar races live. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to Mr. Trump, too. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Er Trumpo. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? All right. Anyway, yeah, man, if you really wanted to know, y'all going to wait till I'm good and gone for y'all to get the first female president in, by the way. Uh, anyway. <laughs> no government name says just wanted to say fantastic stream earlier today i'm that guy who followed the trancon the trancon plan to the letter even stayed in shape and worked my tail off so my wife didn't have to work now i'm 10 years and two kids in 
and getting the rug pulled. Oh, no. I'm not happy. <laughs> it happens to the best. Getting the rug pulled. I realized everything they told me to do to make it work was BS. I had rage, but your message has given me hope and helped me deal with it and get in better place, a better place um, mentally. Thanks, coach. You saving lives. Listen to the coach, men. And how long were you married? 10 years. 10 years, two kids, rug pull. Just like that. Just like that. And uh, um, I'm glad I serve as the person that can connect between men that don't have a voice and men that has been through it. Because even people do not understand how, how traumatic this is for men. Because now he's getting the rug pulled. He's looking at possibly 10 years in. He probably has a child as young as five, six. He's looking at 12 years of child support. And all that shit. Cold, cold world. Let me see here. Thank you for uh, chilling with us. And I'm glad that I helped. We got the mugshot ninja. Give me this on a t-shirt. Thug life, baby. We got the mugshot, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Here it is. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. There it Are is. You the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Gangsta right there. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Ha <laughs> ha. Gangsta. Hey, that looked like an album cover. All they need to do is put the parental advisory sticker on there and darken it up. That's a cold-ass album cover. Look at 45 slash 47 in the building. <laughs> Yo, gangsta. <laughs> I'm getting that on a T-shirt, fam. I'm getting that on a T-shirt. <laughs> he bad as hell. He made sure he was like, you ain't going to catch me slipping with a goofy app. You know how he tried to get you slipping on the mug shot? He walked in with that face like, you ain't going to catch me. He didn't blink or nothing. Take the shot. <laughs> that's an album cover right there. That's a vote in. That's a that's 47 right there. That's 47. Because if they would have got his ass like, <laughs> you know what I mean, blinking halfway, looking like OJ Simpson, that's that gangster shit right there. That's the Rico right there. <laughs> hey, I know, man. All lies on me. Oh, you didn't name the album, did you? All lies on me. Uh-oh. Hold up. Hold up. We're gonna put it up right here. Who put that up there? Hold on. Let me see. Let me give you some. Let me give you some credit. DA all lies on me. Watch this. We're gonna put it up there. We're gonna put it up there. I got to get the right thing here. Hold on for a second. All lies on me, he says. Okay, that's what we're going to do right here. All lies on me. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, popping it up on the screen. There's your presidential candidate, potential winner in 2024. Right there, ladies and gentlemen, 47. Is it possible? (laughs) 
Wow, D.A., I love that one. You came up with a good one there. That's badass right there. Oh, man. People, the anti-Trumpers are going crazy because, look, as far as people know, people think that that people are going to hate him for this. I think this is going to backfire miserably on the public. People are just going to like him more. And if you already like him, you're loving him. If you already like them, you love this. All right, wow. That's crazy. All right, but shout out to our brother here that was sharing that before we uh, got onto that right there. Guys, it gets serious out here. And stay strong for your children. Ride out this wave. It's going to be an interesting next 10 years for you. Just stay strong, man. Stay strong. All right, Charles says, Coach, my bad for going in on yesterday's stream, but I can only listen to the morning but you so, I'm, it says you're so on point with softness amongst men. Today, it's unbelievable. Don't stop giving them the business. Thank you, brother. All right. Yeah, man. Dudes are, dudes are funny these days. And I'm trying to be on dude sides, but you dudes give me no chance. You guys give me no choice sometimes. Uh, but men are hard-headed, and I'm aware of it. Shout out to our brother here. Uh, let's see here. Did I get this guy right here? I got like a couple more. Bear with me. Bear with me. Did I get him? Shout out to uh, Jacob says, have you heard Aiden Ross is handing out kick stream deals? Oh, he says, I'm sure he's got uh, the deal of a lifetime for you. Aiden Ross, is he is he over kick? I didn't know that. I didn't know he was. Is he responsible for kick? All right. Um, I might have to get in touch with him. All right, I heard he got caught with his shirt off or his pants down. I saw somebody doing something early on him. All right, I got super chats, and then we'll get back to the show. Thank you for the support, as always. Henry Resilient, Rudy Giuliani created the RICO Act. That's ironic. I hope Trump beats the charges and wins the election and or wins the election just to see him take revenge on everybody, and everybody know it's coming. It's going to be bad. But, um... Yeah, Rudy Giuliani created Rico to go against the American mob, and it's being used against him, and it's interesting. We live in some interesting times, and whatever side you're on, I would hope to God that you're not a jealous person, like you're not trying to get revenge. And I am afraid people are just trying to get revenge against people, right? They're trying to see people come, and, and it's not about that. To me, it's not about that. A lot of these cases are goofy. Everybody sees what it is to do an American American president and a presidential candidate like this at this time is ridiculous. And or and and one more thing, one more thing. Um, related to this is that most of nothing's gonna happen, right? That's the sad part. Mm. Nothing's going to happen. He ain't gonna jail. He ain't gonna jail. He might not barely even be convicted of any of these charges. Right, most of them are trumped up charges. Um, they're not going to hold weight. It's not going to hold water. It's almost just a waste of time and resources and energy. And if you're not in a good financial position, I don't know why you would assume that this is the best use of resources. Like, why would you even encourage? If you're in New York, Atlanta, and uh, there's two other cases, I think I can't remember where the other ones are, and you're concerned about your living, you're concerned about, uh, immigrants coming in, you're concerned about, I don't know why you would encourage a waste of resources like this. This is an absolute a ridiculous waste of resources. It's just uh, poor political theater at best. 
and it's actually telling people that there's no other plan in place but to try to block Trump from winning. They're just going to assume he's going to win. Taxpayer money. This is ridiculous, man. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous time to live in. But um, listen, I mean, if they were going to do this to all the candidates, I mean, where's Hillary? Where's Joe? Where's all the rest of them? They need to all go to jail too. Gavin Newsom. All right, they need to go to jail. New, 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 new world order. Bush, I mean, listen, I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. Bread and circus, dog and pony show. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But that tells you how effed up people are in the head. All right. Interesting times. Let's get to this. And I got to put my banner up this time because uh, my editor is going to need a little bit of help. Everything she wants. One of my favorite songs by George Michael and Wham. Everything she wants is everything she sees. But let's take a look at this, what's going on on social media. We have a woman that is in your dating range, your future wife. But of course, the Juco came calling. And uh, let's go through this particular video that she wanted to put out to tell everybody right here that an older man sent her a DM. Okay, interesting. Let's see what's going on with these young girls who don't want you. Let's play it. Okay, where's the video? Okay. I don't hear any audio. Is there, there must not be any audio. An old man sent me a DM. Hey, do you want a sugar daddy? She's like, sure. Yeah. Okay, whatever. All right, perfect. He's going to send the money. So now what? Come give me these cheeks. Let's FaceTime. All right. He's down with it. Get down on it. Guys, it's that easy, unfortunately, right here. These. All right. I want to see the sugar daddy. So just how fast. Just how fast she hops on it right there. She was like, well, your rent's due, motherfucker. I am in a bind. I'm in a bind. All right. And I've already been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel by everybody uh, north of uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin. You know, she looks like somebody from Wisconsin. She already been ran through by the entire city of Milwaukee and Greendale. All right. But she don't give a damn. She like, all right, whatever. I've been taking pipes since I was 14. Whatever. (laughs) right she's like whatever she was like this she's like um sugar daddy okay (laughs) right yeah sure all right money talks bullshit walks here we go all right let's facetime i was nervous at first oh my first old man check out that chin fam she looking like never mind i'll be nice and she's looking very sloppy yogurtish here we go she's like well okay daddy all right, why not? What what does this entail? What do I have to do? Suck you off? But I truly fell in love on that FaceTime call. After we hung up, he texted me, do you want to do something crazy? She was like, okay, daddy. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. What do you want? Down the gullet like they normally do? All right, let's play it. What is it? Let's go on a trip. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was a ninja. I knew it was a ninja. And by the way, her hair looks better dark. I knew it was going to be an old ninja. Hey, shout out to this ninja out here. Yeah, we'll give him some dap for that young piece of calico. (laughs) He out here. He took me to Bora Bora and beat the brakes out of these cheeks. (laughs) 
Look at him. He ain't showing his teeth, but we'll give it to him. Niggas always gotta show they he was jumped in the DMs. You know what I mean? Let's see how this ended up. All right. He took. Oh, let's get married. She actually looking pretty sexy in her wedding photos. You have to say that right there. She actually is looking very sexy. She a plank. Look at that. Look at that ninja. He in love. He ain't showing no teeth, though. Where are your teeth? Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right. Ah. <laughs> All right, she looking good. She got him a gordita. He got him a gordita. <laughs> All right, there it is right there. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, he knocked her up and he got gray hair. Look at this. He's the oldest NFL player of all time. Who is this ninja? All right, he done knocked her up and put them black babies in her, man. She done carried and incubated it. This ninja, hey, man, they tell you, dude, you it ain't over. It is not over when you get old, man. And he's showing teeth right there. Show it's not over, man. He did save the day. He did save the day. She didn't have shit going on. She was messing with Pookie and Ray Ray's. She done been ran through. And he came in and swooped her up. But Linda, who ain't been ran through at this point? You ain't been ran through. But look, he was like, I've been living the lifestyle. Come on. I mean, and leveraging options. I wouldn't have knocked any... Maybe these aren't his first children. I wouldn't get a woman pregnant. If I do, I would have to take off. I would be out of there. <laughs> oh, man. Ninja Berry, this sugar baby. And if you don't know, shit, probably more popular than you know. Um. Anyway, there. Oh, my goodness, man. I love our family and his money. Oh, my Lord. I got money. Lord have mercy. Oh, they got three kids. This ninja got the super, super sperm. Lord have mercy, ninjas. You don't have to go out like this, though. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. And she a full gordita now. She definitely picked up some baby weight. Of course, she just had a baby in that picture. Oh, Lord, ninja. You're going to be dead by the time they teenagers. I don't know, man. I ain't doing that. But we do tell you it ain't over. We got the We got time on our side. We got time on our side. She said, I love our family and his money. Oh, okay. At least she's honest. All right. Honest hoes are the best hoes. Honest hoes are the best hoes. Let's play it for you nonstop right here. Wow. Yeah, he got money for show. Let's see what happened to this ninja. He was like, you want something? You want to do something? She's like, yeah. Okay, daddy. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll hop on the Johnson. All right, he had his Niagara, and he was like, I got money. Yeah, man, he got money. He definitely got money. Do something crazy. What do you want to do? Let's go on a trip. Okay. I got money. He aged like 12 years and five years. He aged, look, he aged rapidly, man. He definitely aged rapidly, but. I got money. All right, and she's like. Okay, Dad. Indeed, and she probably does a. Trying. Anytime he wants to, yeah, for sure. Interesting, interesting conversation there. Interesting there. Everything she wants. Everything she wants. Hey, man, that's better than him being laid up with an old, old bat like the, uh, the woman was telling us earlier in the day. This woman's going to tell us the difference between a rich man and a provider man. I don't know if she's talking to us. I don't know if she's talking to us. <laughs> he said, that's not real. I don't know what this is. This is the show. What do you want me to do? Ninjas don't believe shit these days. All right. Um, um, this woman's going to tell us the difference between a rich man and a provider. All right. Interesting. I think she's talking to women. 
But uh, let's get to your, oh my goodness, look at this. Succubus is going to give us a lesson here. All right, what does this succubi have to tell us? A rich man versus a provider, man. I can't wait to hear this shit. I just want to break this down because it seems to be misconstrued a lot. There is. She already messed up. Misconstrued, misconstrued, what did she say? Let's go back. Let's go back. She already talking ghetto. What did she say? Let's hear it. I just want to break this down because it seems to be misconstrued a lot. There is a difference between a rich man and a provider man. Okay. Because a rich man has plenty of options, baby. and He doesn't have to provide if he don't want to. And he might not even have that provider mindset. Like he'll have everything and not offer you shit and not do shit for you. And y'all be running after these men with all these chains who be flashy with the cars and stuff. And they, they don't care to do anything for you because they don't have that provider mindset. But then you got a man who is actually makes a decent amount of money and would take care of you if you was a good woman to him and would provide all your wants and needs. But y'all be chasing over these men that you feel like are going to do it because they give off the look. And they don't. Girl, don't be the ones that don't want to do shit for you. I got a question. I got a question for my black men out here. Do you actually mess with women that talk like this? I mean, I haven't messed with a woman that talks like this in like 30 years. I'm just letting you know. Maybe like 40. <laughs> like 40. Like, I would hear her and see her. I would run as soon as I see this shit. I would be like, okay. Like, this this is not, a woman like this is not on my radar. This is an automatic no. It's an automatic no. It's like this. Soon as she comes up and starts talking to me, I'm like, what do you want? What do you want? She's trying to sound intelligent, man. (laughs) Somebody said I'm white, so no. I'm just letting you know, this woman right here, I would never, I wouldn't even touch her with a 10-foot pole. I mean, I would be like, no. <laughs> anyway, he said for an hour. Oh, my goodness. Yo, that is crazy, man. As soon as she starts talking, I'm like, would you shut up? I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Yeah, she is certainly not my type at all. At all. Anyway, let me hear whatever she was talking about. She was essentially saying she's been ran through and she chased rich men. She got rich men for rich men. She then got skeeted down her throat. And now she's now coming back saying, well, they weren't worth it. Go for a guy that makes $80,000 instead of 500,000. Instead of the, uh, the flashy ninjas, go for a ninja with a good job. Essentially. And that's you. This is what she said. And that's you. That's what she says. She says, hey, look, ladies, don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Rich men throw uh, C notes at my forehead. Go for a guy that will actually take care of you. That has a decent job, a provider ninja. And that's you. That's what she said. Right. But she thought she was saying something. I just want to break this down because it seems to be misconstrued. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. look, Look at this, man. Who messes with girls like this? I know you ninjas do. I know you're in here. This is an automatic no-ski. All right. What? Oh, hell no. Hell no. Look at this staring. By the way, we talked about eyes yesterday. Uh, light color eyes makes people look distant when they when they when they're looking. And this isn't these aren't a real eye colors. 
But um, I, I, I presume, I'm assuming that's not a real eyes, but because the iris is separated from the pupil, uh, when they look, they look off staring in the distance, it makes them look dumber. This is why blondes, blonde hair and blue-eyed women tend to get the stereotype of looking dumb. And she's pulling this off too uh, because you can see further down their uh, eyes and it looks distant. You can see it's like a marble. You can look down their eye and, and see it. So she looks dumb talking about misconstrued. All right, but anyway. Yeah, demon. No, this is a no for me. I would be like, she would be like, hi, how are you doing, sir? What do you want? That's immediately what I would say. <laughs> what? Man, I would just want to introduce myself. No. <laughs> there is a difference between a rich man and a provider man. Okay. Because a rich man has plenty of options, baby. and He doesn't have to provide if he don't want to. And he might not even have that provider mindset. Like he'll have everything and not offer you shit and not do shit for you. And y'all be running after these men with all these chains who be flashy with the cars and stuff. And they, they don't care to do anything for you. She's talking from experience. All right. She's, she's basically what people don't understand. She's speaking from experience, right? She's like, I've had all of these rich men do nothing. Essentially what she's calling rich men. I've had them do nothing for me. Sure, they paid my rent and they gave me 500 bucks and I got skeeted in, properly dismissed, and that's it. All right. They never treated me well or nothing. Go get a provider guy. Yeah. And that's you. Because they don't have that provider mindset. But then you got a man who is actually makes a decent amount of money and would take care of you if you was a good woman to him and would provide all your wants and needs. But y'all be chasing over these men. That no, you be chasing over these men. These men. You be chasing over these men. You be chasing over these men. All right. She, dude, I, I stay away from women like this. You be chasing over these men. You be chasing over these men. She talk, She telling on herself. That you feel like are going to do it because they give off the look. And they don't. Girl, them be the ones that don't want to do shit for you. They be the ones. They be the ones. Yeah. That's going to be an automatic no for me. No. <laughs> this is woman. The C, the value is men. Communita, it's time. We need to segregate the communita. It's official. I'm going to piss off the pro blacks. We need to officially segregate, separate. We need to have a separatist movement to where we distinguish between these people and other people. Just letting you know. I mean, between the last guy, the rapper guy, we need to separate. We need to separate within the race. <laughs> right? We need to separate. We have to. Because people be telling me these are my people and they're clearly not. They're they're not my people. All right. I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't congregate with these people at all. These. <laughs> just, we need to start. We listen, uh Angry Man has the Beano Nation, which is you know, black in name only. 
We need to start dicing this shit up. We need to dice this shit up. Even within your own family, we need to come out and be like, well, you on the other side of the track, ninja. <sighs> because this is clearly not my people, and I can barely read, but both of these people deserve each other. This is woman. The see the value is men. Do you see this comment right here? <laughs> And it got seven likes. I'm assuming they were able to translate whatever he meant. And he was serious too. He was serious about this shit. <laughs> yeah, this needs to be, we need a purge. We need a, we need to distinguish. We need to, we need to say, okay, you're, you're part of that class. We need a class structure amongst the people. Because both of these these are not my folks, man. I'm not claiming them. I'm just letting you know. I know people get mad at me, but I'm serious, man. I'm not claiming them. Last one here. All right, hold on for a second. All right, anyway. He says, yo, it's not by color. No, it's not going to be by color. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. You're just going to separate people by dumb and dumber. All right, and then even more than that. Anyway. Because there's too, just too many people. All right, there's too many people. Uh, what are we doing here? We got, what do we got here? Oh, this is a skit. This is literally a, a legitimate skit. The skit is, this is a TV show. Now, the TV show is Every Married Woman's Fantasy. Okay, and uh, here we go right here. Let's go ahead and set this up. This woman's going to say, let's go ahead and let her say it. I just wish I could start a relationship about 12 years in when you really don't have to try anymore and you can just sit around together and goof on TV shows and then go to bed without anybody trying any funny business. I just wish I could start a relationship about 12 years in when you really don't have to try anymore and you can just sit around together and goof on TV shows and then go to bed without anybody trying any funny business. Oh my goodness, man. Listen, I know <laughs> this woman says she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Okay, that sounds horrible. That's not a relationship. That's just a roommate. This one, this sounds absolutely wonderful. Dating is absolutely exhausting nowadays. You have to be so perfect for imperfect people. Um, Liz Lemon is my spirit animal. I'm assuming that that's who the, she is in the show. That's me 12 days in. Okay, uh, people do want this. People do want this. This is kind of sad, man. This is kind of sad. <laughs> That's just sad that people want this. I mean, I know, like, there's a lot of people here. That's called a friendship. But funny business is the best part. I think so. This one says, be a lesbian. She kind of real for that, this one says. Absolutely. My last eight-year eight relationship ended in the dumpster, fired three years ago. I just can't deal with it again. All right, is this what people want? Is this what people want? No way. No way. This is why, dude, you don't want to, you, guys, you can get married to a woman like this. You can literally, trust me, a lot of men marry women just like this. Let's skip ahead and, you know, do we have to have sex? <laughs> like, I just wish I could start a relationship about 12 years in when you really don't have to try anymore and you can just sit around together and goof on TV shows and then go to bed without anybody trying any funny business. Oh, my gosh, Ninja. Oh, my Lord. If you've ever been in a marriage like this, man, put a one in the chat. 
and uh, white suburban men, they going to light up the chat, man. They be in rela- they be in full marriages like this. Uh, but some people falling for it. I don't know what to tell you. Let me do super chats and we're going to be on until the main event. All right, main event coming up here. What do we got here on the super chat? Shout out to Henry Resilient. And C Hustle says, I'm not against Trump, but I'm a DACA recipient. Oh, he hates people like us. Even though we abide by laws, pay taxes, and work hard. Shout out to you. I remember that was a big that was a big deal. That was a big deal. So um, yeah, I remember that, yeah, he people hated on him definitely when he was uh getting elected. And um, yeah, you know, I, I often believe that Trump doesn't like anyone but himself. I mean, I can relate. I can relate to him. So, but yeah, I get it. Tarama Adam says, don't get it misconstrued. That's what it was. Misconstrued. Shout out to you. No all caps in the chat. Ninja Snuggle says, is that the devil's eyes or the thousand rooster stare in her eyes? She loves it right there. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of women out here with the thousand rooster stare. This one right here. This one got the thousand rooster stare right here. All right, you guys, if you missed my stream yes, last night on the subtle red flags, that's the thousand rooster stare there. There's a thousand rooster stare there. The nose ring. I wouldn't wife any of these women. I wouldn't wife. Uh, I probably would hit, though. And not the black girl. <laughs> Listen, I, would, I wouldn't let her come to my house. Yes, I'm that type of guy. Yeah, this woman right here, right here. She can't even come to my neighborhood without me calling the police. If she was in my neighborhood, I would be like, what are you doing here? (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm bad. I'm not as bad as I seem, but I would be like, why are what? She would look suspicious walking up and down the street. I would be like, do you know somebody here? What what address you live at? She's like, I ain't going to. No, I just want to know if you have a house in this neighborhood. <laughs> anyway, I would be like, mm. anyway. Um, <laughs> here we go. He says, I'll just get a hotel for real. She ain't coming to my crib. Hey, I'll come to your crib. No, you're not. No, you're not coming to my neighborhood. She, she just said, yeah. Hey, because the medium just said it. Pookie coming through after. She got, dude, her pookie lineage is too deep. That woman has too many pookies. She knows too many ninjas that can rob, steal, kill, maim, and all of that. She knows too many ninjas. She knows too many pookie-ass ninjas, right? She has a pookie probably stalking her that's going to run up in my spot, (laughs) right, Mm. trying to follow her in to see what she's doing. You know she has a pookie. That, that's following her, just following her around. So he going to pull up after she comes through the door, and he going to pull up to my spot, write the address down. Then all of a sudden, skitty pop, pop, pop. Soon as I turn my back, she putting all my silverware and shit in her purse. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? She just knows too many pookies. She has a pookie right now that got her on the uh, on an app following her around, looking her up here, and then she dropping a pin. No way. She dropping a pin. Tell me where you at. I'm at my daddy's house. I'm at my sugar daddy's house. Shh, I'll bring something home. Damn daddy. She in my damn pantry trying to get all the canned goods. Yeah, dropping apple tags and shit. Nah, 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 nah. 
This woman knows too many bookies. She be in my cone collect, cologne collection like, look at you. You got a lot of fragrances and shit. Then you slip around. You be like, I'll be out of town this weekend. They come in and tear up your whole joint. Turn it upside down, inside out. Yes, mm. I am a staunch prejudiced individual. Yes, I am prejudging her. She just knows too many pookies. She's known pookies since she was 12 years old. All right. She's been knowing she has a history. She has a Rolodex of pookies for the last, she got to be 30 years old. She has 18 years of pookies that she's either homies that they went to school with, friends, former pimps, strip club owners. She has pookie <laughs> gang bangers. Remember when she was in a gang? Hell no. They will come in and tear all my shit up. Let the ninja in the back door. All that. <laughs> that's too. Nope. Not. No, 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 no. That's how, that's how I judge people. I'm just letting you know. I listen. I got to stay safe. I wouldn't even pull up to the gas station next to, next to that woman. If she was pumping gas and I pulled up next to her in the 911, I wouldn't park next to her. I would park all the way at pump 58. I would make sure there's a whole bunch of distance between her because I don't know what ninja in the back seat, in the seat with the seat all pulled back when I pull up because you know he ain't going to help pump gas, all right? Her cousin, her whole family got pookies and crackheads. There ain't no way. <laughs> there ain't no way. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I'll just say I'll take my chances. No, no. And, yes, yeah, she's getting evicted. Real, She's getting evicted every month. <laughs> right here. All right, anyway. And you know she got Henny in the back. Anyway. All right, what are we doing here? I don't forgot what we were doing. I was just telling you how I play it. All right, what are we doing here? Bob says, do you think the people in financial audits are actors? Oh, I see what you're saying. For You're talking about with um Caleb. He says, I get the subjects are based on reality, but I don't think people are willing to humiliate themselves intentionally to tell how dumb they are. Well, yeah, I mean, I can see what you would say. People are doing this for acting and that type of thing. Um, it just depends. I think maybe, you know, YouTubers get to the point where it's hard for them to do this. Maybe he's offering them free financial advice, and part of it is that. Uh, a lot of people will do things to humili uh, humiliate themselves better than that. Uh, but, yeah, it could be possible. It could be possible. YouTubers get to the point where it's tough to make content, and they might bring in people to do that. I, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past anyone at this point. House of Haas says CGA do a show on women having rosters. Or roosters? I think you meant rosters or roasters. What did you mean? Mm. He says men who do things for them without having sex with them, like handyman and men she uses. I think you meant rosters are real out here. Yeah. I, I might have done a stream on that already. The five men. I think I've done it. The five men that every woman have in, in their lives. But I can always revisit it. But, yeah, men, uh, women depend on those, those beta male orbiters. Uh, those uh, those bookman ass ninjas, bookman. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I think you meant rosters. All right. Yeah, all women have a bookman. Everybody knows who bookman is if you grew up in the in the black community. All right. Let me see here. Let me see. And um, you know, no matter what race, they always have a bookman or a Schneider. All right. 
Where's Where's Bookman at? Let's see if I could get a good picture of Bookman on Good Times. There he is right there. This is a good one. Uh, all women, you know, what's her name? Valletta, Valletta, whatever her name was. There go Bookman. There's Bookman right there. Uh, every woman has a Bookman. Even in, uh, you know, uh, what was it? One day at a time, they had Schneider, who was like the landlord slash handyman ass ninja. All women have a Bookman. And this woman had pretty ass feet. And you know, Bookman wanted to get in there and smell. What was her name? What was the old fine sister's name right here in the back? It was like Valletta, Valletta. I can't remember her name. Somebody, where's my old ninjas at? Where's Macaroni Tony? He would know. Valona, Valona, something like that. Valona or Valona. Yeah, Valona. That's what it was, Valona. Buffalo butt. Walona was like the fine-ass, fast-ass uh, roster cock carousel rider back in the day. You knew she was getting her cheeks clapped back in the day, and she looked like her feet are pretty, too. But Walona was a user and shit, yeah. But don't be Bookman-ass ninja right there, yeah. Women all, always have a, a Bookman. <laughs> Thelma, by the other way, is the young sister, the, the teenager, and Thelma grew up and grew out, all right? She grew up and grew out, too. She filled out just a little bit. And she actually, I think I did a prime in the climb on Thelma. And she passed the test. Let me go ahead and look it up. Thelma, good times now. I think Thelma held up pretty good these days. Uh, is this her? No, let me see here. What's her name? I want to get a current picture. She's actually holding up pretty well. She actually developed. She was like a little ugly duckling. She developed into a nice little swan. Yeah. I don't know how old this picture is. That, that's not bad. But, you know, we going to pack her up. We still going to pack her up. Look at that body. Oh, my. Woo-wee. Jet Magazine. Here I go, boy. I would, I would tell you what I would do to her back in the, the, the bikini picture. Jet Magazine style. She, feel, she, she filled out pretty good. Right. And without looking like a complete skeezer. Right. So she's a good looking woman and she looks like she's putting it together. She didn't do too bad. She didn't hit the wall that bad at all. Look at that. Look at that. Look at her. Okay. Anyway, anyway, I'd let her come to my house. <laughs> I'd let her come to my house. All right. That other skeezer I ain't letting in. Where's that skeezer at? <laughs> this one right here. Who who you letting in first? You letting her in or Thelma? I'll let Thelma in the door. All right, we packing her up, though. She got to be 70 years old right now. She got to be 70. How old is she? Let's put her age. Put her age. She got to be 70. Uh, she is, um, yeah, 69 years old. She's 70. Yeah, she's 70, fam. She's 70. All right, not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, we packing her up. She's no longer a sex symbol anyway. All right, uh, what do we got here? JC says, this is woman, the C, value in men's. Indeed. Indeed, we get it. Speak a little jive. All right, the 10th man says she'd rather a simp plumber than a millionaire pay for play. Uh, interesting. I think she can use both, but yeah. How's JJ doing? He's still alive. He's still alive. 
I think JJ's still alive. I actually took a class. I told you about this class that I took from this pro-black woman. She was a teacher um, when I was in, uh, when I was a, um, a junior in college, not at the junior college. I was actually in my third year of college. And um, I was taking upper division classes and they called it upper division general ed. So I picked the easiest class. You have to take a class outside of your major. I don't know why these public school indoctrination camps do it, but in order to get, keep money flowing, they make you take some classes so you don't just focus on your major and they waste your time because you're not interested in it. You just want to take your major class and they make you take some goofy ass class. So I was like, what's the easiest class that I could take? I go to the Pan-African Studies Department. Mm. <laughs> I was like, this shit got to be a slam dunk. I went to the Pan-African Studies and I was like, I'm going to take this class. And it was like a Pan-African Studies 300. And the story, the class was about uh, black representation in media. Right? I was like, this going to be a cakewalk. All right, this is going to be easy as hell. This is the easiest class in history. We're just going to watch movies right, and TV shows. So I get into class, and it's this little woman with box braids, half gray, half black, salt and pepper, light-skinned chick. With the ad, like she she act like she grew up like she was a the blackest woman in the world, meaning like all she carried all her legacy of all of the trauma. She act like she was was a slave, fam. That was like, and there was some pro blacks in the class. They was on it, bro. They was talking about the talented tent. They was going crazy on it. I was like, man, I was a kinesiology major. I'm sitting in the class like, where's the anatomy class? I don't even care about what they're talking about. But they were very much into it. Anyway, the point of it was one of the things I learned a lot in that class. I end up learning a lot. And uh, they had a book talking about how black culture characters developed in television shows and movies. And it was a fantastic class. I thought I did. Like other than her ranting, essentially going on her diatribes, which were annoying and would piss off the white students because the white students... (laughs) White people picked the class inadvertently, like I did. They thought it was easy. Remember, it was a class you'd have to take for general education, right, as you're in your last two years of college. So they picked it, thought it was going to be easy too. And then they got in there, and she would go off on the white students. And I would be like, damn, this is crazy. She looked like Rachel Dozal. She looked like Rachel Dozal, but black, but maybe a little darker. You know what I mean? Like, she had that vibe going on, but, but, but she had like the box braids. She was a nice lady. She was a nice lady. She was nice to me. Um, why are you screaming at me in the comments? But she was a nice lady, and uh, she was never mean to me. She was just, she was very eloquent. She was a great communicator and speaker. She was a fantastic teacher, but she knew how to piss white people off, right? And she would say it in a way she wouldn't rage or belittle them. She wouldn't yell at them. She would just teach. And while she's teaching, she just hit them over the head. It would just be like, so it was like passive aggressive attacking. Passive aggressive digging. It wasn't like direct. It was just passive aggressive. And then white kids would raise their hands and then the pro blacks in the back. It was just a catastrophe. They came after her, man. They hunted her down. There were some white students that was trying to beat her up. They was trying to kill her. They was trying to get after her. Like, she, she, she missed classes because they were hunting her down. She was that bad. Like, meaning, like, 
people was after her neck. But anyway, the class was, I remember they were talking about the character JJ. And initially, just like the characters, um, the character Gary Coleman, different strokes, they weren't the main characters. JJ was never the main character. Thus, he became famous just like Gary Coleman became famous with catchphrases. And the catchphrases became part of the bigger show, right? And which pissed off the actors. The woman, Esther Roll, was was very pissed at J.J.'s character, meaning that she didn't like it. She didn't think it should be the main part of the show. But because Norman Lear, if you know, you know. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. But Norman Lear and these people tend to be in... I never knew at the time all of these shows that were black shows were white writers. I had no idea. Steve Urkel, same thing. All of these shows had white writers. Well, not white, but if you know, you know. All of these had the same same executive producers, similar writers, no back background. And a lot of these shows you thought were black shows were simply not. They were white or I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. Yeah, Fresh Prince. So the characters that you saw that became relatable were actually even the the acting team never wanted those representations. And they came from the Step It, Fetch It, Step It, Fetch It character. They kind of showed you in the class, they they evolved it from the uh, Step It, Fetch It. Um, They evolved it. I know people don't want to hear this shit, but anyway. Yeah, Sanford and Son as well. Same thing. A lot of these shows you thought were black shows, they were written completely by like one or two different executive producers and shit. Um, Amos and Andy, Step and Fetch It. Then you went down into The Minstrel, and then you went into The uh, Dynamite, into the 80s, The Stafford and Son, into The Different Strokes, into The Steve Urkel. It was all this. Dude, it was mind-blowing. It was AKA Blackface. It was simply... It was no different. Martin, it was the same thing. They all had the same dynamic. This is why I learned some of those things. The Sapphire was present in every show. Uh, good. T- uh, uh, moving on up, George Jefferson had the Sapphire. They had the over-the-top black character, the dynamite, the what you talking about, Willis, the dude. It was all the same. Martin had the, the Sapphire and the, the catchphrases. And the belittling of the black man. Dude, that woman was breaking that class down. And most of the time, the poor, rich, that class, that class, that woman broke it all down for me. So as much as she was, you know, a super duper pro black, she was breaking a lot of things down for me where I can see it and go, oh, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. So anyway, somebody said, explain the Sapphire again. Uh, The Sapphire is a caricature, a stereotype of black women. Um, there's three caricatures for black women and, uh, it could be men, a gay man as well. Uh, but the one is the mammy, the sapphire, and there's another one. There's another caricature more like a prostitute. Those are the caricatures. Those are the caricatures you typically see for black women characters. Men is going to be kind of the aloof, dumb, dumb, lazy, shiftless, alcoholic, beater, yeller, screamer. So those are the characters that men typically a gangbanger. Uh, but the sapphire is the woman. That caricature is the attitude woman. Give me a break. I mean, there's so many sapphires. It's ridiculous. In fact, the sapphire 
plays a role in almost every show. Almost every black show has the sapphire, whether it's male or female, gay or straight. So um, the mammy is the most shuffling. Tom and Jerry had the mammy um, and all of that stuff. But every character has the, girl, I know you ain't go. J- Jack K. Harry in 227. You know, white characters have the 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 uh, the sapphire. So um, the rude, uh, the the guy that she always accused the other guy of being shiftless, lazy, no job having, no good. You no good, sucker. <laughs> you sucker. You no good, jive turkey. You know what I mean? That that is the that's the sapphire. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. You no good, sucker ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's every black show. And guess what? Um, Cookie from Empire. Cookie for Empire is a sapphire. She a whole sapphire in real life. So um, it's an it's a interesting, that class taught me a lot. It taught me how to look at TV and entertainment and go, oh, yeah, I can see. I can see. What's going on? I Esther, you jive turkey, no good. And also the sapphire also is accusatory of black men being wanting white women. Look it up. This is it's super crazy. Uh the the sapphire black woman is accusatory of black men wanting white women. That's part of the that's part of the sapphire as well. You probably hate yo mama black is, is a sapphire character. <laughs> but you can see it. Now that now that you know, look at it. And even white shows have it as well. Um you know uh, uh King of Queens uh, has those uh, Marge Simpson, Bar, uh, Marge, uh, whatever the Simpsons are, uh, uh, King of King of the Hill. <laughs> these all have these all have the woman that belittles the man. Fred Flintstone, uh, the Honeymooners. For some reason, that's entertainment. It's entertainment. That's kind of how they entertain the 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 normies. But once you know, you know. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Medea. Medea Tyler Perry basically played the sapphire. Let me get my pistol in my purse, girl. And wait, that, that's all sapphire. And it works every time. It works every time. It gets the normies every single freaking time. Uh, but um, anyway, that's what happens when you enlighten yourself. When you enlighten yourself, you can see it and you become not a normie. It's kind of like unplugging from the blue pill, the matrix. You learn, you get the knowledge. And then when somebody presents it to you, you go, oh, okay. But if you don't know, you're like, there's this great show. Okay, what happens? There's a no good, shiftless ass, goofy ass black man. And there's a funny ass black woman that tells him off. And you're like, another one? <laughs> and it's for the normies. So then I can't watch normie TV or movies in anymore. It ruins me. <laughs> anyway, just for your edification. I can't watch it. I'm like, oh, this shit again, and I can dissect it. All right, shout out to who? Wiz Division Production says Trump's mugshot just dropped. Start working on them T-shirts, fam. Yeah, man, I got it, man. I put it up there. Put it up there. It's a gangster album, too. It's called, for our brother called it, All Lies on Me. No, he says, somebody says, again, I, I love when you try to correct me and you're dead wrong. He says, coach meant satire, not sapphire. You're wrong. It's Sapphire. Oh, man. Come on, man. Just stay in class. Satire is just a form of entertainment. Jokes. Sapphire 
is what it's called. In fact, wrestling had a woman legitimately named Sapphire. Stop trying to correct me and stay and pay attention in class. Jesus Christ. What is wrong with people? He would be in the comment section too, and goofies will be agreeing with you. It's Sapphire. <laughs> it's not satire. I got it right. Sapphire. It's correct. Okay. They literally had a wrestler, female wrestler named Sapphire. Also, the Sapphire is also um, uh, hypersexual as well. It's a hypersexual character as well. Uh, but um, let me see if I can pull it up for you. Niggas <laughs> be trying to correct me all the time. Oh, my goodness. Just sit in class. Why y'all just always trying to irritate me? This is Sapphire. S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E. Sapphire. And her character essentially was the, you a jive turkey, you fool. <laughs> That's basically what she was. And when they came out with that, that was considered racist. They actually got a little people calling them like they, I remember my mother was watching. And when I, when, when she heard the woman name was Sapphire, she was like, <gasps> my mother even knew she was like, really? They called her that. Now, as a kid, I was dumb. I didn't even know, but yeah, that's a racist stereotype. It is right. It's a stereotype of black women, but, um, Unfortunately, we have Sexy Red, Glorilla. We tend to now push the Sapphire up as the normal representation of black culture, which is why I need, think we need to segregate because these women don't realize they're playing the Sapphire. Okay, they're playing the Sapphire and they're making money on it and people think that that's the proper representation of the black woman. Okay, but they're essentially just playing the Sapphire. As a matter of fact, here it is right here. Um, if, if you don't know for the dude that tried to correct me, it's right here on the internet. Okay. The Sapphire, here's the Sapphire right there in the caricature that was already present before you were alive. There he is. All right. She's got the, she's got the rolling pin. She's got the dress, the wig, the pink lips. I mean, it's been around for a long time. In fact, there's the Sapphire there, the aunt Esther, the Sapphire caricature for the good dude that tried to correct me. Stereotypes in black women in media, the sapphire. All right, it's it's there, it's ever present. And uh, oh, by the way, they're saying Serena Williams, the strong black woman. Hey, the strong, independent black woman is a sapphire character. The the strong, independent black woman that's a sapphire. <laughs> that's literally the sapphire stereotype. All right, anyway. Uh, but they don't really, the sad part is if when they're ignorant and ignorant is not, uh, uh, is, is ignorant does not mean what you think it means, but ignorant, you, you just don't know. One more piece of evidence, Sapphire. You see it's still, you see it says Sapphire, right? Not satire. The Sapphire is the sassy black woman portrayed as having one hand on her hip and the other hand wagging a finger in the air, overbearing, and know for berating their men and children, rude, loud, confrontational, often overweight, and the sidekick to a more beautiful black woman. Jesus. <laughs> but it clearly says sapphire, sir. Sit back down in your seat and put your paw down. 
But ignorant means just absent of knowledge, absent of information. Thus, when they do this in public, they're portraying a stereotype that they probably learned from a movie or a TV show that they enjoyed and they are, or a rap song or a whatever. They're actually pushing forward the stereotype. But they don't know about it, right? They, they don't have a clue. They're ignorant that they're doing the stereotype. And then they wonder why people think, you know, treat them a certain way. And it's you're doing exactly what people thought. Here we go. Yeah. He says acting just like they they see them and taught them, by the way. Uh, one of the earlier Mammy characters. Sorry, this is a drunk history class. Um, yeah, low frequency ninjas like that. For instance, when I say run game, you you typically run game on sapphires and 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 women who act like this. This is why I say you're only getting low frequency women. But the Mammy character caricature, um, the Mammy and uh, the, the two women that won Academy Awards played the Mammy and the hypersexual, um, basically bedwinch. Anybody can know who those were. The two black women that played that that won Academy Awards, the first one was the woman from Gone with the Wind, I believe. She played a mammy. She literally was a mammy. And then the other woman was Halle Berry, and Halle Berry played a bedwinch. I mean, listen, I mean, listen, you can't the shit writes itself. <laughs> the world the world of entertainment, if you know, you know. Man, I'm just I'm not going wait, hold on for a second. I didn't mean that right there. I just new, 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 new world order. Oh, Monique. Monique played the sapphire. Didn't she win the Academy Award? Monique at least was nominated, played us she she played a sapphire. And the uh what was the name of the movie Monique was in? Look, people don't want it. Oh, Monique was in there? Yeah, she played the sapphire. So literally, you had all three, the Mammy, Sapphire, and the Bedwinch. All right. Mm. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Precious was the movie. Precious was the movie. So look, man, hey, listen, y'all, y'all not, this is why, this is why I'm the coach. So I'm the coach. I give y'all the game you need. I give y'all the game you need, and you ain't even up to my level on many of this shit. And the ninja literally tried to correct me on satire, really? Oh, man, you don't have any confidence in me, sir. You do not have any confidence in me, man. That's, that's actually, that's actually low-grade, that's actually a low-grade correction right there. I mean, come on, man. Have some confidence in the coach. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> you, make it, you make it seem like I'm dumb when you correct me like that. Mm. Anyway, where are we at here? Where are we at here? Wife caught, murderous wife caught. We covered this story. We covered this story. This is the ex-wife of the Microsoft executive, Jared Bridge Bridigan. He's charged with, uh, she's charged with deletion. Now, as I reported the story, she had not been charged yet. But let's take it back. Remember I showed you this picture where we could not, cont- we, not c- we couldn't uh, make sense of who was the wife and who was the second wife? Uh, this is this story. Now, remember Pookie. Latino Pookie was there, but this is the guy right here. This is the guy. And he, this is his second wife right here. And he got divorced. He was in a custody battle. Unfortunately, he lost his life. He got deleted. Now, I'll go ahead and play a video of the story just so you can catch up. 
Now we'll give you an update of what happened here. She's finally been caught. Play it up. Play it up. Fair use. Tonight, Shanna Gardner, the ex-wife of Microsoft executive Jared Bridegan, is under arrest, charged with his execution-style murder in Jacksonville, Florida. Shanna Gardner's indictment acknowledges her central and key role in the cold, calculated, and premeditated murder of Jared Bridegan. A grand jury indicting Gardner for allegedly plotting with her new husband and a hitman to murder Bridegan last year. Prosecutors say the former couple shared two kids and had gone through a bitter divorce when he was lured out of his car to move a tire that had been intentionally placed in the street. Bullets barely missing his two-year-old daughter in the back seat. That hitman has confessed oh. to pulling the trigger. But Damn. Gar- <laughs> Again, the stereotypes write themselves. So... Who's going to do the wet work here? Who do they get? Who do they get? They want to get the job done. They find a ninja. One, 900, blame a ninja. Shout out to Paul Mooney. Uh, Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? And the ninja took the job. Oh, let's continue. (laughs) Come on. Pulling the trigger. But Gardner's current husband has pleaded not guilty. In an interview last summer, Shanna Gardner denied any involvement in the murder. Even though we didn't always get along, he was still the father of my kids. Today, That's the wife. That is the wife right there giving interviews. Now, we're going to show you this is her best look. And for all intents and purposes, she looks like a decent master splinter. But now we're going to see what she really looks like when she gets arrested. We're going to play the video. This is her with her fake-ass crocodile tears. Just wait till you hear the rest of the story. This is her giving an interview. Talking about, well, I miss him. Dude, when I tell you they have no remorse, somebody said that's Coach's dad. (laughs) Oh, man. When I tell you they have no guilt, no remorse, just wait, fam. Wait till I tell you the life she was living after she deleted this ninja or got this ninja deleted. And of course she couldn't do the work herself. Here we go. Even though we didn't always get along, he was still the father of my kids. Yeah, you could tell she bitter as hell. This is a bitter baby mama. You could tell already her jaw all tight. Husband has pleaded not guilty. In an interview last summer, Shanna Gardner denied any involvement in the murder. Even though we didn't always get along, he was still the father of my kids. Oh man, white girl tears, man. White girls will do you dirty, man. I know people don't want to talk about it. They could do you dirty and keep it moving. They have a vicious streak in them, and they could keep life going like you didn't do shit. Pull their hair back and pull a couple of trestles back, braid it back with a hair clip, put a damn cardigan on, start crying, and everybody just eat it up. Eat it up. Let's continue. Today, Jared Bridegan's heartbroken widow relieved to see this final arrest. For 547 days, we've hoped and prayed that this day would come. Shanna Gardner was taken into custody in Washington State, where she reportedly moved to with her two kids. She'll be extradited to Jacksonville, where she and her husband could face the death penalty. Yeah, man, put her ass up. Put her ass in the death penalty, please. Give her to her. Give it to her, man. Pull it. Lethal injection. David. All right, so that's the wrap-up on this story. Now, check this out. Check this out. She skedaddled to Washington, the the 
The murder took place in Florida. It took place in Florida. As soon as the hit was made, she skedaddled. Not only did she skedaddle, check this out right here. This was released here yesterday. So you're getting current, current news. Florida woman charged with orchestrating ex-husband's deletion seen smiling on vacation weeks later. Quote, we had so much fun. Watch this. They got the pictures too. A Florida woman charged with orchestrating the, uh, the murder was um, happily vacationing with her new spouse and the victim's two children just weeks after the deletion. Along with the hired hit trigger man, Shanna is her name, Gardner Fernandez, because she got married to Mario Fernandez. It says right here, roughly five weeks after the killing, the seemingly carefree couple frolicked at the Sandpiper Bay Resort in Port, Port, Port St. Lucie. The mother, um, it says right here, let me go down here. Quote, according to one of the posts, for spring break, we drove with Shanna and her family to Club Med Sandpiper Bay an all-inclusive resort in Florida, and it reminded us of a cruise only on land. We had so much fun. This is after she orchestrated the deletion of her husband right here with the new ninja. Now, check this out. Check this out, gentlemen. I want you to think about this when you think, not my girl, coach, when you think, hey, my girl going to be crying in her soup when I'm gone. It is not. <laughs> it is not. She's not yours. It's just your turn. She's not yours. It's just your turn. She got the dead man's kids on vacation, Ninja. Mm. By the way, there's several stories of this. The woman in Utah who poisoned her husband, but before she was arrested and discovered as the killer, she wrote a children's book on how to recover from losing a parent. These people have no remorse. None. And this ninja right here, how do you think this is an upgrade? You got Master Splinter right here. Anything white, huh? This dude think this is an upgrade, and you orchestrated the deletion. Dude, I tell you, man, I don't trust people at all. This type, of, this type of stuff right here makes me not trust people because you think that these crazy people who do these things are like criminals and monster-looking people, but they're not. They're people just like you, and they carry on like nothing happened, showing no guilt or remorse, and they, keep, and they take your kids from you and act like you never existed, okay? Psychopaths. Psychopaths. Uh, the images show Gardner Fernandez and Fernandez smiling in several pictures with the two kids, including one shot showing the woman ex's, ex sipping a frozen drink. All right, it says right here. Let me see if we have it. There's a the guy who died right there. Let's see. Oh, that AR right there showing teeth sniggling right here, just like this. Look. Niggas always gotta show like you wasn't even there. Like you wasn't even, like that father of the kids wasn't even there. Like, you can walk past these people. Oh, look at this nice family from Idaho. You don't even have a clue. People are sketchy as fuck, fam. <laughs> right? 
He says, look at the ink on her arm warning. Well, the problem is he was already married to the woman and he already married her. She probably didn't have that tattoo until after she divorced. And then she picked up, of course, you know, white women typically, they'll marry a white man first. And then once the divorce happened, then they'll go get him a black man, a Mexican. They'll, you know, they really wanted to do it. So at least they could show their parents, hey, I tried to make it work with a white man. Now I'm in my I love black men phase, right? This is typically what they do. So she probably got that tattoo after her divorce. More than likely, she got that tattoo after her first divorce, divorcing the first guy. She played the role for the first guy. After that, she was out here on the dark side. All right. Um, anyway, trust me, I've been around white women. I know. I know their MO. Uh, it says right here. Let me see. Where's the other pictures? Look, she out here. God dang, brother. This is cold-blooded, man. Niggas always gotta show they wow. Out here partying on vacation, smiling, and you out there taking a dirt nap with the maggots eating you. Talk about your daddy is a deadbeat. He in heaven now. He didn't want to be here with you. He started a new family, right? Now you out here. He's a Microsoft executive, by the way. Lost his life. There he is right there. That was an upgrade. You traded your life. How much did he pay? How much did you pay, sir, in order to get a woman? This is, a, again, by the way, blue pill rage one more time. One more time. Is it the red pill? No. The people out here doing the dirt are not the red pill guys. <laughs> it's not. It's always simps, blue pills, uh, desperate ninjas, one-itis. It's always blue pill activity. I hate to call it blue pill. Because then they start using it against me. Oh, he believes in the blue pill. I say it so you can understand it faster. It's always the blue pill shit. It's never the red pill guys uh, causing the murder and the mayhem. It's always the, oh, look at this ninja. Frederick Douglass ass ninja. Not Frederick, not Frederick Douglass. And it's always the ninja they run to on the other side of the tracks. Obviously, this dude has had a rough life. All right. By the way, I think the connection was this guy rented an apartment owned by or in a house owned by the Latino guy. All right, so the Latino guy was his landlord, and he got him to do the job. Obviously, most likely an ex-con. That's why he did it, and he thought he was going to get a couple of months of rent off for doing the job. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, Frederick Douglass' uh, nephew out here acting up. Coach's daddy. Oh, man. Stop, man. That's bullshit. All right, uh, here we go. So now we have the woman arrested. All right, so the woman has been arrested. And uh, let's take you to the footage. Apparently, she skedaddled off to Utah. Now she's really going to look like a muskrat, guys. If you thought she was a master splinter before, uh, they're probably going to give me a commercial. Nope, they didn't. All right, so this is the arrest of the woman that just took place here. On the 17th, last week, as I probably did the show. So, who's on the outside sitting here? Okay, here we go. Let's see. Okay, that's a nice house. There's obviously must be children or somebody, the undercover cop. Look at this woman out here crying. White girl tears, of course. Her mammy. This is probably her mammy. Look. <laughs> White girl tears. Oh, my God. Fake ass tears. They forcing out them tears. She forcing out them tears. By the way, that's not the woman. That is probably a relative. She's trying to force them tears out. Look at it. <laughs> not a teardrop scene. 
crocodile tears. Look at this. Oh, <laughs> this is so like you didn't know what was going on. There it is. There's the kids hiding behind the kids. Can I at least be here with the kids? Shut up about them damn kids. If you cared about them kids before, you wouldn't be in this situation. But can I at least be here with the kids? Shut up. Don't hide behind the kids now. You didn't care about them kids when, when, when the dude was getting deleted. We got to start telling women this shit in public. All right, here we go. We'll have to talk to these officers inside, okay? I just want to be here with the kids. They're going through a hard time. They're going to be traumatized. Look. I just feel so bad for the kids. I'm, I'm here, Shanna. I'm outside. That's her mama. All right, here she come right here. There she is right there. Master Splinter herself. Oh, yeah. She don't look like she guilty or nothing. She don't look like she cares. She just like ho-hum. She got her feet out, though. All right, they came in with the, oh, they came in with the AR on her ass. All right, shout out to her. They're blocking the doors. And the mom, I'll get you a lawyer. Yeah, they just spit the insurance policy. It's crazy. Oh, by the way, the mother was wealthy. They came. She came from a wealthy family. She's obviously the black sheep. Mama looking like them pants holding her whole body together. <laughs> All right, here we go. Who are they bringing out now? Give her some flip flops. So, uh, hold on. Every time I pause it, I see. This is a better one. They have one on YouTube. You have orders on, your, on the Instagram. Instagram? You don't need no more Instagram, baby. You getting lethal injection. <clears throat> medication? She's trying to get medication. Medication. She's trying to collect medication. All right, so let's get her here. You should have had this shit ready. You knew the popo was coming. Oh, there they come. Here she come. Perp walk. She definitely looking Millie mouth. So she looks like a suburban mom, fam. Just a suburban mom. I don't see any tattoos. I see the tattoo now. This could be any woman. This could be any woman. Unfortunately. We'll go to the passenger side. This could be any woman. In America. She looking a little butch, too. She looking a little butch. All right, swing that camera over there. Get, get over there with that body cam. No, you on the wrong side, fam. Oh, my Lord. Get on the right side, man. Get her the seatbelt on. Is that property? Oh, don't close the door. Don't close the door. Oh, shit. Okay, okay, here we go. We're going we're gonna to bring you inside real quick. Take a look. Oh, man, this is terrible. All right, look, take a look. Get out of the long car, right? Tiva sandals, mommy jeans. Stuff out for me? We're going to go through these doors over here. This could be any person, man. 
And then there's going to be a hallway to your left there. She a psychopath. Suburban psychopath. This is what scares me. This type of stuff scares me, man. And she don't look the least bit guilty, does she? She don't look like she did nothing. Have you take a left there for me? By the way. And we'll go down to this last door here on the left. She ruined. She ruined. For me. Hold on for a second. She ruined. Look at that double chin. Oh, my goodness. Take a look at that face. God dang, man. This is what y'all doing out here. We really got a problem. Look at this. You guys are doing this for this right here. Oh. She looked like Eleanor Roosevelt. She looked like a ninja. She looked like a white dude, a white rocker at a Def Leppard concert. The things we do, man. She looked like she could be at a heavy metal band show. She looked like she had Rob Zombie concert, a ninja too. All right, but my point I was going to make was, I mean, you. she ruined three men's lives, three. And she ruined four families. And she ruined every one of these children's lives. I think he had three or four children with the one woman or at least two with one woman, two with her. So he had four kids total. She ruined those four kids' lives. She ruined three men's lives. She got one in prison, one about to get the lethal injection. She about to get it. This woman ruined five people's lives. <laughs> Unbelievable. She does look like an 80s rocker. And Ninjas was doing everything for this sloppy yogurt. Like, think about it. You want any more water before we go? Um. Ninjas was willing to put their life on the line for this. <laughs> somebody stop. She does not look like somebody in the red pill space that has written books. She does not look like them. <laughs> I'm just playing. All right. Look at her gulping down water. You better enjoy that water. I don't think they got plastic water bottles in the tank. There she is, looking Millie Mouth. There it is, gentlemen. You people, people putting. I'm telling you, man, the blue pill. Oh, she got her legs open too. Okay, blue pill is out here lethal, man. Again, more one more for the blue pill. One more. How many dead bodies on this one? One more for the blue pill. <laughs> but the red pill's dangerous out here. Me reporting this, all oh, you guys are just. You're listening to that guy again talking about women. <laughs> All right, let me see here. All right, uh, so anyway, now that we got that, we got to do the super chats and get on out of here. But in case you, uh, in case you forgot, we got to go ahead and put this up on the screen. Hold on for a second. There it is, right there. Let's put your boy up on the screen, right there. Your boy, come with me. Hell, Mary. What do we have here now? Do you want to ride or die? Fa la 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 la. All right, 45, 47, reporting for duty. Reporting for duty. All right, let's get these super chats and get on out of here. Hit the like button as you exit. And satire, <laughs> right? Satire is the word of the day. We got cash app activities. We got one more stream coming up, and we getting ready for the weekend. Shout out to you, brothers. What that mean? Yeah, the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right, weekend coming up. Get your bail money set. Get your re get your place ready for 2024. It's gonna be a riot. Did I get um? Did I get ha House of Haas says folder up like a love letter from World War II? Facts. World War II love letter ass having ass. Yes. All right, JC says, remember Janet got burnt with an iron on good times? I remember that. All right, Sexy Lamb says, 
Why do us Latinos, blacks love washed up Becky so much? It's a thing. He says some barbecue for her last meal. She going to be barbecue for sure. But there's not a it's doubt barbecue in, in mind that ninjas and Latinos will take a washed out white woman any day of the week. I mean, it's like a match made in heaven or hell. Trust me, I've been victimized. I'm being the victim of this as well. But I think, you know what it is? I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you what it is. You know what it is? I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to explain it right now. <laughs> what it is is black men and Latinos typically fall for a normal-looking white woman because we see her as fragile and frail, right? We see her as a non-intimidating character. And she plays it up pretty strong. That's typically on our side. The women tend to be aggressive and or, you know, they, they, they don't tend to look like, oh, with the, with the uh, I call them the dog ears. She basically, like, when they wear their hair down or in a, they have the dog ears, the puppy ears. Like when your puppy or your dog pulls their ears back and be like, that's kind of how white women look with their hair. They kind of look less intimidating. Well, of course, black women have what they suffer from a, they, they suffer from what an angry man talked about this. And I've talked about this as well. They suffer from neoteny. Uh, I mean, sorry. They suffer from having non-neotenous characteristics, right? Non-neotenous characteristics. So neotony, I first heard from Sandman and TFM. Shout out to those brothers. And neotony is childlike character characteristics. And typically men go for childlike characteristics, even though people call us perverts for it. We tend to go for feminine childlike characteristics like big eyes, right? Long hair, like, you know, ponytail. Like we tend to go for those characteristics. And we think these people are not dangerous. Not dangerous. Black women have overly non-neotenous characteristics, meaning that they look more aggressive. They look more masculine. They look bigger. They... You know, their nose is wider. They're, you know, just like us. Their hair is sometimes wild. They, they look not young. They typically look older even when they're young. So what happens is if men get a chance to get a non-intimidating looking woman, maybe more neotenous woman, a woman that looks youthful and somewhat innocent, innocent, plain white women pull it off. Now, this in their ignorance, they don't realize that these people can be as dangerous, if not more dangerous, than the women they're trying to avoid. For instance, white girl tears, right? Um, uh, the, the passive aggressive. The nobody would believe you, I'm just a little small white girl, a.k.a. Amber Heard. You'll never get the benefit of the doubt with these people if things go wrong. And she will turn state's evidence on you quick. She'll never be a ride or die. She'll never ride or die with you. She ain't going down with you. She going to snitch on your ass, tattletale on you with the quickness. So, yeah, she's the Trojan horse. And you cannot, they're not very trustworthy. You can never have them trust. You can't just barely trust them. But what happens is men go from somewhat seemingly larger, aggressive, non-neotenous, older-looking women, right, 
to Neotnis younger looking, less intimidating, less aggressive looking women. But it, the passive aggressiveness is what gets you. So you go for passive aggressive. I mean, you go for non-aggressive, youthful, looking innocent, dumb, somewhat void of experience. And you think you're the first one there. Oh, I'm going to get this girl. She doesn't look like she doesn't look like she's been around the block. And she's been around the block worse than the Latino or the black chicks, right? You just would never know until you find out. Passive aggressive women are lethal. They're bad. They're dangerous. They're dangerous, but we accept passive aggressive for aggressive. That's basically what you're doing. You're taking, yeah, they're soft-spoken, they're meek, they don't yell or scream even when they yell at you. It's like, ah, and they'll be somewhat nervous, and you're like, oh. He said, they got excellent PR. They got excellent PR, right? They got a lot of support system behind them, and then, dude, nobody ever believes they're intimidating. Like that one woman who killed her two kids on her eighth marriage, right? And she had the blonde hair. Everybody said, she, she looks innocent. She's a skinny blonde. Complete psychopath. Complete psychopath. And I think people underestimate them as opposed to become protective. Like even I discussed it with the, the pookie, the pookie laden woman, right? This woman here, this woman. Oh, I'm going to just give you examples. We talked about a lot of women here. This woman here where I'm like, oh, no, no, no. She definitely, she definitely got red flags. However, check this out. This woman here, same thing. Plain. She doesn't look completely neotenous, but she looks kind of young, pulled back, ponytail, plain. Oh, I'll take advantage of her. I'll put, I'll show her. But she's somewhat deceptive as well. You also had this woman here. Same thing. Black man wiped her up with the quickness, thinking, oh, she has long hair. She's less intimidating. Look, oh, she's innocent looking. Meanwhile, rooster carousel. She, she, she'd getting wiped up by a sugar daddy and going for his money and she was unapologetic about it. Okay, another example here, right there. Anyway, you got to be careful with them. And so for men that don't have experience with suburban women, I have extensive experience with them. Let me just tell you, they are very, 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 um, you don't know how hard they work behind the scenes, right? Like, just look up mean girls, mean girls. You will see these women, and they'll just be like, mm, I'm just, but behind the scenes, they be stirring up that pot. <laughs> and they'll have whole battles going on that you won't even see. Mm. And you're going to learn the hard way thinking that, ah, oh, she ain't got nothing going on. Sneaky, sniveling individuals, sniveling. It's like, oh, man, when you see it, you'll be like, whoa, I'll take Ku Klux Klesha. All right. Um, but anyway. Shout out to ATN. Shout out to the best soundboard in these YouTube streets. Whenever you drop that train, I get weak. Shout out to you, brother. Train. Stirring that pot. They're pot stirs made bad. Uh, but I think the worst part about them is that they're unassuming. You don't think it's coming. And then they hit you with it. Uh, let's see here. I got a couple more and we're going to get out. We're going to get out. But yeah, their PR is good, meaning that nobody believes her. She no, she doesn't look like she has a mean bone in her body. Please. Michael says, explain red pill versus blue pill rage. Example, is it the truth that makes you mad or the lie 
that makes you mad. I can't figure out if I'm mad at the lies or the truth. Well, I did a stream on it, so I'm not going to take that much time to talk about it. I just did a stream the other day. But most people are mad at the lies. They may not realize it, but you're mad at the lies. And that's what makes you triggered, right? You thought your girl was yours, all yours, and then you realized it wasn't, and you're like, how come I didn't see that coming? No government name SD says, Coach, I have a little, have to give a little donation for you saying that the crazy wife does not look like someone in this red pill space that wrote books. I'm in tears. Well, someone else said it. Someone in the comments said it, and I just came along. I didn't want to say names or nothing. <laughs> but I did notice a slight resemblance. We got Cortez. I bought the Free Agent Lifestyle book. Thanks a lot. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. I'm yeah, and what happens is it's better to know the truth, but sometimes you don't want to know the truth. Men don't want to know the truth. They rather just go back and just hope. I hope I find me some. Okay. Justin O says, Ninja, the ninja who did the hit looked like Mr. Glass. All right. Teron McAdams says, new guy thought he'd won. Now he finna grab them ankles. <laughs> All right. He says, coaches on the white girls case today. Yeah, I often have to show you that, you know, because people think I'm, I'm, I'm very much, I don't, I have trust issues. I have trust issues. I admit it. But it's not trust in relationship issues that I have. I don't trust anybody, right? So that's point number one. It's not that I don't trust certain people. It's not that I don't just trust women. I don't trust anybody, all right? You got to earn my trust, meaning like my VIP rope, my velvet rope, I got a VIP section in my spot. Like meaning that in order for you to get into my circle, you got to be trustworthy for me to let you let me just even to come to my house, right? But now it gets even worse than that. If you violate me in any way, you are out of the circle and you're not coming back, right? You're not coming back. And this goes for relatives. This go, I don't care who you are. If you violate me, especially if I've given you warning and you knew, and I said, watch it, and you go ahead and pull the trigger, pull the light, you pull the, you pull the shift, and, and, I, and you know what you're doing. I know you know, and you, you forever on the outside. You ain't getting a second chance because the first chance you got lucky to get. So let me tell you, you forever on the outside, bitch. <laughs> like, you ain't coming back. And you are banished forever, and there's no negotiation. Ninja, I won't even meet with you in public in broad day within five feet. Bitch, you always over there. I don't care if you're a male or female. I don't care if you're family member or not. You are you out. And because I know how valuable I am to people, and I know what I give back once you trust, once I trust you, I know what I give to you. But when you take that for granted, you out. You ain't coming back. You ain't coming back. You're going to watch and be like, oh, if you attempt to come back, I'm going to remind your ass. I'm a reminding ass ninja. I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, what? you? Let me get your, let me pull your file real quick. <laughs> Ninjas would be like, hey, can I come back? Come back. Hold on for a second. 
me go to your file. Let me pull your file. Oh, I got your file right here. Then just don't think men remember. I got your file. Let's go through your shit. Now, remember on our last time we met, because ninjas were like, let's let bygones be bygones. Oh, what? Last time we left off, to be continued, bitch. <laughs> oh, no. I thought we can overlook all that. Oh, hell no. My memory is bad, but when people do me wrong, my memory good as a motherfucker. Right? <laughs> all right, anyway. Hey, man, you got to be evil like that, man. You got to be like that, man, because you got to protect you. You look, you got to look out for number one. Look out for number one. Never give these people the benefit of the doubt. And never let them give you, get, never give them a second chance to do what they failed to do the first time. Let me say this, because I'm giving y'all great advice. Never, never let people get a second chance at what they failed to do the first time. They tried to take you out the first time. They didn't. They weren't successful. Now they're back. Now they're back again, and you don't give them another chance to succeed this time? Hell no. <laughs> mm. Oh, you tried to get me the first time, Ninja. You definitely ain't getting me twice. You better take notes. JC says, my man in heaven with the real Frederick Douglass ninja. He is. NYC Evolve says, coach, if you dislike the RP, then they okay with situations like this happening. NYC love. If they, if they dislike the RP. Yeah, that's weird though. Why is that? Why? Why? Why do they let love get so much blood on their hands? They literally be like, okay. So, so a guy died. I mean, not all couples are going to end killing each other. Like, <laughs> oh man, like weird. Yeah. I'm on that Putin-ish and I will look at you. Come apologize. And I'm like, I'm also the person that says, you know what I mean? You didn't get me the first time, but now that I'm here, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you before you get me a second time. I'm going to get you. All right. So anyway, shout out to. The quality guy here, he says, R.I.P. to Bray Wyatt. R.I.P. to Bray Wyatt. Crazy ass news. I'm going to have to follow up on that and see what's going on, man. But look, I think we got the show going. We got the show, and it's a great show. I appreciate the support. We had a great time, and I uh, hope you learned something, and I'm glad I shared, and I'm loving the opportunity to share with the members of the Coach Game. Hit that like button. Enjoy the rest of your night. We out of here. Peace.